Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? Hootie what are you doing? What's new, Jada? I'm just hanging out. Hey there, welcome to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 El Jefe and J-Dubs. Funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando, where you have one mission and one mission only. That is to be somebody. 407 916 star 1041 If you have a singular wireless phone, you pick up the phone, you be somebody in the Hideout. That is Chunks, executive producer of the Hideout, in charge of the AOL Instant Messenger Real Radio Hideout. For those of you who prefer to not phone in, you can type right there in front of your thingy called a computer. That is uh, Tommy Bateman. He's the director of the hideout, in charge of the talk and roll controls, and responsible for the hideout page on RealRadio.fm. Gibbs is the unpaid producer. He screens your phone calls at the aforementioned phone numbers. He also is the host of the Hideout Headlines Game Show, which we will start in about 15 minutes. Uh, you heard the headlines on the Phillips file. You can turn them into prizes in 15 minutes. The Hideout Headlines Game Show coming up, uh, brought to us by the Wholesale Furniture Market. And here as well, um, third, uh, third wheel, uh, third mic, fifth wheel, extra baggage, Matt Albert of six foot five, 500 pound, 21 year old black virgin with graying and patchy baldness. So he is here. For your uh, pleasure as well. He is half of the comedy dumpling troupe. Oh, wait, duo. And uh, our buddy Sid Kata has already taken off. He left town. Dubs, there's a lot of stuff that we want to get to this evening. Mm-hmm. I guess first and foremost, didn't realize it, we were in the paper today. Really? I suppose uh, the Sentinel did a little write-up on us. All good, I hope. Uh, I guess. I haven't even seen it yet. I didn't even hear about it until about 15 minutes ago. So I'm excited to read what's going on in the Sentinel. Um, I, I actually, I talked about it last night. Uh, Scott Maxwell uh, did a little write-up on us. He does a whole thing, you know, uh, quarterly and looks at the ratings and this, that, and the other. And apparently, we were a big enough story in the jump that we've had that uh, warranted a little peace. So uh, I have not actually. I read it online this morning mm-hmm. before I went to my biker class. I have not looked at it in the paper yet. Well, I have it right here in front of me. And, I don't want uh, I'll, I'll give you a little gander in a little bit here. Eeg. Really? There's pictures of us on here. Oh, boy. Ugh. All right. So we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk about that, obviously, here in a little bit. Um, <laughs> There's one part in particular that I find funny about you in the picture. What? You're cupping your junk. Am I? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Let's wait. We'll talk about it at 730. Also coming up, I do want to share, Dubs, I think I'm finally becoming a man. Yeah? I, uh, I've i I've ridden the motorcycle now for the first time in my life for real where I drove it. I've taken the MSF 
basic writer course out at Orlando Harley-Davidson, the morning class, and I feel like a whole new person. Really? You feel a little bit more beefy, a little bit a little bit uh, stronger? Uh, yeah, I just feel like macho. I don't know. I feel like I can maybe... Uh... Does that really get the uh, testosterone pumping when you're on a bike? Dude, there's something about it. And I, I guess it's just the fact that there's an engine between your legs, and it, there's just something about that that kind of gets you going. You know what I mean? Not 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 in a sexual way, but kind of like stimulates you to the point where you feel alive. It scares me. Oh, I, and the, the the fact of being on two wheels, the fact of having an engine between your legs. Here's the thing. Don't want to get caught in a belt. I only almost died once. Only once. And I looked like an ass. To the point, and I'll tell the story in a little bit, but here's a little teaser. I had to pull over. I had to stop and just pull <laughs> over and, and gather myself because it really almost went very badly for me. So anyway, we'll talk about that. Also, too, uh, crying audio. I guess you found some great crying audio invo- involving the uh, uber-hated here in the hideout Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, Heinz Ward. Shedding a few tears. Actually, this audio is from last year when they got bumped out of the playoffs. Uh, I have the audio from the meeting they had after uh, they got bumped out of the playoffs and his emotional feelings of uh, Jerome Bettis and the rest of the team. All right, we'll do that up. Also, too, I found a story about the new trend in dating uh, called eye-gazing parties. And I want to share that with you. And I also want to get into a little bit more of a relationship discussion about Valentine's Day and, like, how long you should be dating someone mm-hmm. before you really legitimately celebrate Valentine's Day with them. So we'll get into that tonight. The 50 most loathsome people of 2005. The most hated. Yep. And uh, also, too, the top statutory rapes. So as you can tell, we have a busy night lined up. Very hot night. Yeah. Uh, lined up for you tonight in the hideout. Again, in about 10 minutes, we'll do the hideout headlines game show. I hope I made it twice. <laughs> There's... Twins count, right? Yeah, probably. Uh, Dubs, the big thing, though, that I'm very excited about, and we did this once before, and we're bringing it back this Sunday. It's the uh, hideout uh, Pizza Hut Wing Street Gamer Bowl. This Sunday, from noon until 3, we're going to be at the movie stop in Orlando, uh, for the Pizza Hut Wing Street Gamer Bowl. Here's what's going to happen. It's a 2006 Madden PS2 tournament. It is free to get into it, okay? Mm-hmm. Here's the prizes. Uh, the grand prize will be a PS2, a copy of Madden 06, $75 gift certificate to Movie Stop, a coupon for 40 free wings from Pizza Hut Wing Street. Now, the registration for this, uh, for the tournament... It starts, is it start at 11.30 registration, Chunks? Yeah, 11.30. All right, I recommend getting there early. Yeah, just get there early so you can make sure you get how, in there and able to sign up. What is the, the size of the tourney? What are we doing, 64, 32, 16? Yeah, I think it's around 16. We might even be able to do a little bit more. All right, so the, you really got to get in early then if you're going to do this. Plus, we're giving away four slots tonight. All right, we're going to have four slots. Beautiful. Uh, tournament will begin promptly at noon, and we're going to have food and drinks from Pizza Hut. And the movie stops located at 2438 Kirkman Road in Orlando. Plus, we're going to have the wings out there, so it's going to be fabulous. If we can, let's make sure we get some kind of like a little direction thing up on the website so people 
maybe like a little uh, map quest map or something so uh, people know exactly where it's at and where to meet us. So that's uh, and, and the whole crew's going to be out there, right? We're all going to be there myself, Dubs, Bateman, uh, Chunks, uh, Matt Albert will come out. Gibby, are you going to come out too as an intern? Putin, yes. Putin never used to come out to anything. I'll be there. It would be nice if you're out there for this event. So uh, more info is available or will be available very shortly on the hideout page on realradio.fm. Excited about that. Um, I, I briefly talked about it. The last couple of shows, we had our friend here, ex-intern Sid Kata, mm-hmm. uh, half of the Comedy Dumplings duo, which is Sid Kata and Matt Albert. Sid Kata being chicken gravy and uh, Matt Albert being beef gravy. Sid Kata left today and went back to Washington, D.C., where he's from. And Matt Albert, what did you do? Uh, did you drive Sid to the airport? That was the arrangement. Uh, Matt was supposed to drive Sid to the airport today. Uh, Sid had to be there, what, around 3? Yeah, his plane left at 3. Oh, so he had to be there around 1. Yeah. And uh, if you left around noon, you could have gotten there at 1. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, anytime going from, from where I live to the airport, about 45 minutes one way. So about an hour and a half, maybe a little bit less, depending on the traffic. That time of day, you could probably make it in about an hour 15 round trip. Yeah, but, you know, Matt isn't the best of drivers, so if he took it slow... 45 minutes is a reasonable time to I get mean, there. You legitimately probably could have left at like 11 mm-hmm. and gotten him there by 1, and that would have given you just wait. And there's such, in the Orlando, I love the airport there because they have such a like very good like food court and shops and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you do get there early, you have plenty to do. So what time did you leave to take him? I, I didn't leave. I just kind of, I gave him an early birthday present. I gave him $70 for a taxi. So you were so afraid of driving. I wouldn't say afraid. Yes, no. you're so, frightened. You're uh, so frightened to drive from Maitland down to uh, the other side of Orlando that you gave him $70, which you really can't afford. Yeah, and, and thank you, Tommy, because that was one thing I've been biting my lip on. You were staying with me right now, and I'm kind of taking care of you. Yeah. And that's $70 that easily could have gone toward rent, toward bills. Cable. But because or you're, food. But because you're such a puss... And afraid to get on the highway. Or you don't even have to get on the highway to go there. You, can you go, really don't. You can go 436 the whole way if you want to. Yeah, no, you're right. You could have gone up uh, to 436 and taken that all the way to the airport. You could have left at 11. And you could have given me 70 bucks. Could have, but I don't know where 436 is. It's so. not that hard. No, it's right where we were yesterday. Yeah, and not only that, I'm in the prod room today, and probably about, uh, I don't know, 40 minutes before um, 1, which he had to be there, I get a call from a very sad, sad clown from outer space saying, Sid Chunks, this is Sid. I'm like, what's wrong, dude? Uh, I'm kind of in a hurry. Um, Matt blatantly just refused to take me to the airport. And I start yelling. I was like, tell him to get over this damn thing. And I hear him in the background, Matt, that is, going, shut up, Chunks. Shut up. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Like he's being beaten in the background. What are you so afraid of when it comes to driving, dude? It was kind of sprinkling. No, my car was is not very good in the rain. The tires <laughs> but you are got, bad. You, you I was got plenty a, of plenty of weight weighing you down in that car. You are not gonna hide your plane. And I was learning to ride a motorcycle today in the rain. And you had to pull over. Well, no, but that's different. So if you get scared, if something's going on, pull over, wait five minutes, get back on the road. What if you uh, spin out and uh, you're not crash gonna... and hit the guardrail? Well, then, then you're gonna die. Who cares? <laughs> that's what insurance True. is. I'm not kidding. I'm very pissed that you threw away $70 because you're a puss 
and the fact that you you literally you didn't do anything all day. It could have taken you five hours. Five hours. You could have taken it the slowest ever, and you still in the, would have been back in time. In the right lane on 436 the whole way. How about getting out and learning the city a little bit, you fat bastard? I'm liter- I'm so pissed about I it. I know how to get to the station. That's all I need to know. I'm, no, it's not. I know how to get to Denny's now, too. You better get your act together. Yeah, and if you just kept going straight after Denny's, you'd have been at the airport. Yeah, you just have to uh, pass Denny's and keep on going. Well, if I would have known that, maybe I would have done We told you that last no, night. No, you didn't. Yes, yes we did. did. You go, I said, just go straight down that road. It takes you to the airport. I don't understand this fear, dude. You're 21 years old. You have to grow up. You ha- you, ha- you can't be a child your entire life. I'm not going to be a child. It's just that I'll, I'll learn to do it. No, you maybe. won't. You, you refuse to even try. Talk so much trash and then never. just a big fraidy cat. What are you afraid of? You're not going to die in a car accident. There's too much of you to kill. Big Bopper died in a plane crash. I could die in a, a car crash. The Big Bopper dropped from thousands of feet in the air. Basically, uh, that car of yours is so small, it's like you're wearing uh, armor. Yeah, it's like uh, body armor for you. Hey. Uh, you're going to have to you're going to have to get over this. And you know what? This is going to turn into now it's going to be a bit. Yeah, now we're going to make you drive everywhere. Here's what we're going to do. We're not going to do it tonight because we got too much slated for tonight. One night this week. You know what? I got an even better idea. Thursday, we're at Patty McGee's mm-hmm. for the uh, hideout happy hour pre-party. J-Dubs is your host. Yes, I'll be there from 6 to 8 entertaining all of you. Guess who, guess who is his designated driver? Guess who is shuttling dubs back and forth from Patty McGee's in Winter Park on Aloma Avenue behind the Mellow Mushroom to the station? And guess who's not going to help you with directions? You have to find a place on your own. You're going to map quest it, and I'm not going. I'm going to keep my mouth shut the whole time. You better learn, bitch. Uh, you better learn. That fork in the road is going to suck. Yeah, you're in trouble. But you got to get over this, man. You got to. You got to be a grown up. All right, and you guys had something that happened to you at Denny's yesterday, and I, we're, we're kind of short on time. Uh, we might be able to right, squeeze it in here. Squeeze it in real fast. Me, Matt Albert, Tommy, uh, Chunks, and Sid Cato went to Denny's last night after the show. Um, we're hanging out there. And just a little side note on it. The reason why uh, why Matt had enough money to pay for a cab, because he penny-pinched. Penny <laughs> So much last night at Denny's, he scoured the uh, the complete menu looking for the cheapest thing ever. What you can't spend five twenty five on a Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity? I don't know what that is, but I got an original Grand Slam and it was you know tasty. It filled me up. And what'd you get to drink? Apple juice. And he was so pissed about the apple juice because it didn't have free refills, and he didn't know that until. It got there, and he just takes one little sip of this uh, apple juice, and half of it's gone. Yeah. So he he killed that orange uh, the apple juice in about three minutes, and had nothing else to drink the rest of the the uh, time. I felt so bad for him. I gave him the rest of my shake uh, for that I got for dessert. Yeah, because that's what he needed a milkshake. And it was funny because everything else on the menu that milkshakes was free refills, and he just was sitting there. He would just take the tiny little apple ju- sip of apple juice, and we all would just sit there and stare at him. And this fat bastard had the audacity when I gave him the rest of my milkshake. What kind is this? How dare you? He's so picky, <laughs> and for and what? Then, then he goes, uh, I say, strawberry. And he goes, oh, and he hands it back to me. 
And I look at him. He grabs it back and starts spooning it out with a with a spoon. You, dude, can't be choosers, brother. I don't want you to be racist. No, yeah. no that's yeah. I said pickers can't oh. be choosers. Whatever. Uh. Hey, but he left the waitress a huge tip, though. <laughs> yeah, so his... Uh, Not to serve him in the future. <laughs> his, his meal... I had a way to break the stereotype, dumbass. <laughs> his meal came to, like, 871. <laughs> and, uh... So Please just... do not tell me he left 39 cents. No, he mm. gave a 10. But still. Even then. And she actually said, well, I guess something <laughs> is better, better than, than nothing. nothing. Yeah. Did she really? Yes. No, yeah, you know what? He was going to ask for it back. He had figured out the exact total and the exact amount of change, but he lost his nerve at the end because she uh, was kind of giving us a little bit of an attitude, and he lost his nerve at the end. He goes, well, I was feeling generous. I had to leave her something. Oh, by the way, it's beggars can't be choosers. Oops. Uh, wow. What? I'm ashamed. I think and I'm it was a- funny because Chunks gave her something like a $5 tip or something right after Matt finished paying. I had a way to break the stereotype and, of black people not tipping. And well. not just that, but there was a black guy in there just a little bit earlier. Oh. I mean, just not, just oh, so God. this waitress <laughs> makes sure that she hates black people for the rest of her life. There's a black guy who didn't have money to pay for his meal either. Going through there asking for change at every table. He came to our table and... uh me, Chunks, and Bateman only had our our cards, our credit cards with us, and uh, Fat Baby and Matt Albert had cash. So Fat Baby ends up giving this black guy who, uh, did he say he just got out of prison? Or Yeah, he yeah. was like, yo, I'm just trying to like leave right, some so money. So what is Denny's? Just a walking stereotype? I guess. So, it was last night. <laughs> so Fat Baby gives uh, gives the, the, uh, the black guy 40 cents and... The guy got pissed. <laughs> do you not even have a dollar or anything? Oh, what am I going to do with 40 cents? Four dimes? Oh. I like that. <laughs> Mike in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Mike? Hey, yo, what's up, Hefe? Yo, dude. Yeah, I want to tell that bastard child of King Kong and Morgan Freeman to man up, man. <laughs> he <laughs> he man up. He's got to get his act together. All right, we got to take a break. Hideout Headlines Game Show. Call now and be a winner. 407-916-1041, star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Real quick, there was also a couple in there, who uh, a white couple. The girl was kind of cute, half pregnant. The other guy looked like K-Fed, and it, it, you could just tell these two were going to be on Maury really soon. It was just walking stereotype after walking stereotype in this place. Oh, boy. Call now. Let's uh, get the headlines going. Matt, I'm not... I'm I'm serious. I'm literally <laughs> livid that you're such a puss and you threw away $70 that we could have used... Well spent. ...towards something. I'm still alive. But you are not going to be after you drive everywhere <laughs> for about three months straight. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, here it is. Hideout Headlines Game Show. Ladies, to the front of the line. We'll never call on the Hideout at 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. World National Local Sports Entertainment. True, false, multiple choice, fill in the blank. We'll go to Kara in 438. You ready? Uh, actually, uh, 408. Kara, you ready? Yep. All right, uh, which category would you like? Um, local. All right, here's local with Gibbs. All right, local is multiple choice. The Walt Disney Company said today it is buying longtime partner Pixar Animation Studios Incorporated for this much. Is it A, 804 million, B, 1.5 billion, C, 3 billion, or D, 7.4 billion? 
billion. Yes, you are correct. It is $7.4 billion. <laughs> Congratulations, you're a winner. Good job. Hang tight. $7.4 billion for Pixar. Now, what does Pixar put you out? You have Stern for two decades on your station. <laughs> What uh, what do they uh, what do they put out as far as Pixar? Are they the ones that did Toy Story yeah. and all of those? Don't they yeah. have that little like lamp thing as their little logo? The little like lamp with the that's I, 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 is that a good move? Is it a bad move? I think it's a very good move. They they are the standard right now. Are they really? Mm-hmm. All right, then I'm I'm stoked about it. Then I'm very excited. Now that I have all the information, I say good move. Uh, let's go to uh, Heretic Double M in Edgewater. How you doing, Double M? Pretty good. about yourself? Outstanding. World National Sports or Entertainment? What would you like? I'll take entertainment. All right, here's entertainment with Gibby. All right, entertainment is true or false. Two small, struggling television networks, the Food Channel and Lifetime, will shut down this fall, and their parent companies plan to form a new network called the CW. True or false? Mm, I'll say false. Oh, good call. It's actually UPN and WB, not the Food Channel and Lifetime. All right, hold they're, on. They're uh, merging together to form one big black channel. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, that's that's their core demographic right there. Uh, well, you know, that's that's more for UPN. WB does the like the Gilmore Girls, but they Dawson's started, Creek. They started off as uh, targeting a black audience, but then they moved away from it, and then bad uh, move. And then UPN came in and swept that. Niche up. So, niche. I said niche. (laughs) Makes Uh, you wonder what that CW stands for, too. Is that what they're calling it? Yeah, Yeah, the CW. They are calling it the CW. So Can't watch? (laughs) Probably. Can't watch TV on the CW. I'm excited. I'm excited about watching Girlfriends on the CW. And uh, so many jokes going through. <laughs> so anyway, let's move on to Scott and Akalia next up. Uh, world, national, or sports? Try sports. All right, sports with Scott. All right, sports is fill in the blank. The Pacers and Sacramento Kings have agreed in principle on a trade that will send this player to the Kings for six ten forward. Pacers Stoyakovich. Yeah, Stoyakovich. Fill in the blank. The teams, which teams trading who? I didn't hear that. Pacers and uh, Kings. Uh, Pacers are going to trade Fat Ass Albert. I have no idea. Uh, I'm sorry, Ron Artest. Ron, close. So Artest is out. I'd actually say that Artest has a better attitude than Matt Albert. <laughs> um, yeah. So not afraid to drive at least. No. Drive to the hole. <laughs> or the stands. <laughs> Um, but yeah, our test is now leaving Indiana and trying to get a fresh uh-huh. start in Sacramento. I'm sure he won't have the same problems there. Yeah, or I'm sure he won't get bored in Sacramento, California, and then <laughs> all of a sudden begin uh, raising hell there as well. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. I gotta say, as a Mavericks fan, I'm not very excited about this. No, no, that has to be... Uh... That just means that, you know, that's... Anytime a, a tough uh, player comes in, too. Especially a defensive guy to take on Dirk. I'm not excited about that. Uh, Chuck and Orlando, you're next up in the Hideout Headlines game show. World or national, my friend? Give me national. Here's national with Sir Gibbs. All right, national is true or false. Stretched by frequent troop rotations to Iraq and Afghanistan, the Army has become a thin green line that could snap unless relief con- comes soon, according to a study for the Pentagon. True or false? 
That is true, my man. You are correct, my man. That Good is job, true. Chuck. Hang tight. How long have we been saying that? I don't know. Too thin. Since it started, mm-hmm. I don't, essentially, I think we were yelling that. Since the inception of the hideout. The actual the hideout, our, our audition for WJFK was the night the war began. We better hope this war keeps on going so maybe our career won't end. I could see that happening. I'm not going to be that selfish. If we can I will. End, if we can end the war and it ends our careers, whatever. You take the high road. I always do. I thought that's the way we set it up. Me high, you low. Uh, so Are you talking 69 stuff? I'm not <laughs> I'm not really getting you right now. It wouldn't fit. I've thought about it mentally. <laughs> You're too tall. So as Horses ter- are about the same side. We're good. <laughs> as it turns out, uh, now we're going to go into Iran, right? Because we have plenty of troops. Oh, wait, no. We're too wow. spread out right now as it is. The thing is, our coalition is so big, though, that we can go in anywhere we want. Yeah, because Russia and China will help us with Iran. Oh, wait, no, they're not. They're on their side. Oh, this is shaping up to be really nice. Uh, Jesse and Point Sienna, you're next up. You're left with World. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, buddy. All right, man. World is multiple choice. Eight policemen and one civilian were killed today when an armed gang in military fatigues attacked the offices of an oil company in this country. Was it A, Nigeria, B, Brazil, C, Saudi Arabia, or D, Iraq? Saudi Arabia. It was A, Nigeria. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I could have could have sworn it was Saudi Arabia. Nigeria. It sounded pretty cool how they attacked, too. They pulled up in a... <laughs> Speedboats. <laughs> Were they from Canada too? <laughs> Canadians don't have speedboats. <laughs> He's not getting it. He's such a retard. <laughs> he doesn't even know what we're referencing. All right. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 live on a Tuesday night. I want to remind you, J-Dubs is your host. Coming up uh, Thursday, it's the Hideout Happy Hour pre-party at Patty McGee's. Full liquor bar, smokers welcome from 6 to 8 o'clock. Uh, Heretic cards get you drink specials. 2083 Aloma Avenue, Winter Park, behind the Mellow Mushroom. That's uh, this Thursday with J-Dubs. Yes, and I'll be taking the big beast, Matt Albert, with me. He'll be driving. He's your driver. Now, we heard, we uh, learned during the uh, first segment of the show. Again, way to break stereotypes. <laughs> we learned, yeah, he's your driver. We learned I think during, he meant the big beast part. The, uh, by the way, quick update. Our test's not going to Sacramento now. No. Just, Why? Just came down. Uh, he has rejected the trade to Sacramento. I guess he has it in his, uh, in his contract. He has a trade clause. So he is not going to uh, Sacktown. Well, I mean, that's kind of a lateral movement in cities, you know? Maybe if uh, they got him to uh, L.A. or a... Uh, something else. Yeah, Miami or something. Now, um... Matt Albert paid $70 to have our friend and ex-intern Cicada driven from Maitland down to the airport because he was afraid to drive. And he really doesn't like to drive further than, I guess, three miles at a time. Uh, he's afraid of driving. How long did it take you to get your driver's license? Uh, it took me like four times around uh, eight we, months. You fi- When did you finally get your license? Uh, this March. Okay, and so that was basically five years after you turned 16? Yeah. Now, when you came down here from D.C., you took the auto train, correct? Yeah. Uh, How did you get from the auto train over to where we're at? Sister drove. Okay, so you're so afraid of driving. All right, now Chick-fil-A, 
You're moving to this town. Why would your sister drive? She just always likes to drive. I can't help it. All right, Chick Fil A. She overpowered me. Chick Fil A. John says, uh, "Here's a new game. Where in Orlando is Matt Albert? You drive him somewhere with a hood on, then leave, and he gets money for every hour less than three it takes him to get back to the studio." That's not a bad idea. I like that idea. Gibbs, you had another idea to teach Matt Albert the city. Uh, I was thinking that uh, he should be quizzed maybe daily or weekly. Not monthly because that's not enough practice. But um, just print out like a MapQuest, you know, MapQuest directions to somewhere around here. And uh, he has to bring back proof every time that he uh, takes the quiz that he actually made it there. All right, so what we do is, and I, I don't say we MapQuest. I say we leave all that up to him. We just give him a landmark. And he has to drive to that landmark. Get like a brochure or a shirt or something from that landmark. McDonald's wrapper. Yeah, or something. But no, not a wrapper. The receipt that says he went to that specific one. Yeah, that one with the address on it. Just some kind of proof from wherever we sent him, and he has to go there and make it back by the end of the show. Now, here's the thing. And I've, uh, Dubs, the best way to learn a city, any new town, mm-hmm. is to just drive it. You of course. Have, you have to get out there. And it's, that's the way we learned Orlando. That's the way we learned D.C. That's the way I learned Michigan. You just get out and drive and begin to learn landmarks. And I'll tell you what, Matt. It's a pain in the ass for the first month. But after that, you are so happy you know where you're going. You can't throw away $70 every time you need to go somewhere. On a taxi. Hey, I think Chunks is going out of town soon. Can you give him a ride, Matt? We're all kind of busy. I don't want animals in my car. Oh, actually, you know what? We're going someplace. We're going to a. We're going someplace tomorrow Mo. morning. You ass. We're going someplace tomorrow morning. I think it'd be great uh, for his first uh, driving. Know. All right, uh, you guys are going out to truck heaven. Yeah, right? we're going to truck heaven tomorrow. Go out and meet with them because uh, it looks like Tommy and Chunks have something in the works. Nice and early too. All right, so. And that's all the way down to Kissimmee, right? Yeah, that's far. <laughs> far place. Over down by Disney, huh? All right. So and it's a great place. And it's, per- it's a great place down there in Kissimmee. Now, for Matt Albert, it's far. Mm-hmm. So, Matt, tomorrow, your first assignment is to drive. And we'll give you gas money so you're not spending money. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not afraid. Well, you got to learn. So you're going to drive Bateman and Chunks down to truck heaven tomorrow, okay? Yeah, great. Wonderful. Now, should we send him out at the end of the show tonight to uh, run up the street just to grab something like the receipt thing? Yeah, I think uh, you know, we won't send him far tonight. We'll just give him a little uh, test run at it. Hmm, I wonder where. What are you thinking? I think City Down Walk. Chur- <laughs> I say Church Street isn't a bad place. All right, that's too far. We- Washington really? Monument. <laughs> How about this? How about we just send him back to the same Denny's? Do you think you can make it back to the same Denny's? So, no. A place that he's been to. <laughs> I, and when we went back, I didn't even take him the same way back because he had to follow me back from Denny's to get home. Right. So I went the back way, so he really would be confused if he ever tried to go back out there again. What are you so afraid of? Getting lost? Well, I have a phone now, so I know I can call uh, somebody if I get lost. Right. Who, who would you call and say? I don't know. Somebody that's not an ass. No one in this room. <laughs> it took him ten minutes to get to the 7-Eleven from the station. You know, the real close one? <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is, he pulls out of the parking spot, and he's just stopped there. And he's like, now what? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Go to I don't the know exit. where I am. It doesn't matter. You know that there's an entranceway into the complex here. I said, which exit am I going out of? <sighs> All right, let's talk to cab driver Mitch and Daytona here in the hideout. What do you got, cab driver Mitch? 
Oh, uh, hey, let's look at the radio down here. Listen, I just wanted to point out that your boy being scared to drive, he's really correct to be scared to drive if he doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, we kill 45,000 people a year on our highways. And for those of you that are keeping score, that's 15 times the number of people that died in the World Trade Center bombings. And that's only the beginning of the hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people who suffer serious, serious injuries on our highways. So just, I know it's all good and fun to make fun of your boy there. No, here's but the, the thing. But the plain and simple fact man. is, getting in your car and driving is by far what? going away the single most dangerous thing that you will do on a daily basis. Now, here's the thing. Thing. Why live in fear like that? Why are you just gonna live in your room? Then you have you can't be afraid to go out and live. And I think you should take the cab driver's advice and just get out there and do it. Yeah, he was yeah. saying basically it's safe because there are what three million people in America. Yeah, it's just forty-five thousand people a year. That's so not a lot. The chances. In fact, it'd be narcissistic to think that you'd be one of those forty-five thousand. Yeah, you're I'm not, not that, that important. You're not at all. Trust me. And you have more of a chance of dying of a heart attack. Or stroke. Or diabetes. Yeah, that's your serious injury. Sickle driving. cell. You got it all, all right? So we're going to help you. Hey, don't lose your hair over this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't go gray. Oh. Or do you want to make ball jokes, Hefe? Hmm? Shag carpet? What does that even mean? Your dreadlocks when I first saw you. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a great callback because nobody gets that. Look at him. Now we got him out of his game. Yeah, that was bad. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 live. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Pick up the phone. Be somebody in the Hideout. Um... Thank you to uh, Hot Heather. Brought in food tonight again. Mm-hmm. So sweet. Matt, did you get anything? No, not yet. Um, better hurry. Maybe uh, something uh, not left for you. No, it's too late. I clean. Politics, though, is not what Hefe talks most about often uh, in his nighttime job at. He says is too divisive. I like how it's his nighttime talk show. Dubs, I think we should just go back to the old days of calling it El Jefe's Hideout. Yeah, if you want to kill the ratings, we just had a success. Um, all right, so here's where it gets bad. Sticking someone's head uh, in a flushing toilet, however, is not. All right, just a little bit of sarcasm there. Uh, the same can be said for making a show member handle horse manure. Truly, things all listeners can rally behind. That seems a little uh, sarcastic. Now, here's the thing about that. All right. We do 20 hours a show Mm -hmm. a week. And specifically the final hour of the week, Friday night from 10 to 11, is when we do our stunts. Yeah, so and, one hour... And, not, of, and it's not even a whole hour. It's literally probably a total of 20 minutes out of 20 hours that we do all week. You know, well, I'll, I'll, say we do one hour of stunts out of 20. That's a very small, small amount out of 20 hours a week. It just seems that they are so profound and out there that that's what people come away remembering. The sticking the head in the toilet, the... Uh, you know, just the odd stunts. Any of the stuff from the Helmet of Pain that we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, so go the hijinks on WTKS's The Hideout, where El he- where Hefe and his co-host J-Dubs 
are settling into a rhythm and gaining traction in the ratings. After they replaced uh, 104.1 veteran Drew Garabo, now mornings on O-Rock 105.9, eight months ago, Hefe and Dubs got off to a slow start, as low as 21st place among all listeners, according to Arbitron. Now, that was for the beauty demographic, which Maxwell mm-hmm. even said, that's 12-plus, which no one cares about. In other words, now, not to say that we were doing great, because we weren't, you know. Um, but the newest ratings show them uh, up to third among young men and 13th overall in that same 12-plus. So we went from, in 12-plus, 21st, uh, eight spots up to 13, not bad. Again, in a demographic that doesn't really matter. That's not our. That's not but what we the, aim for at all. And the key one, though, up to you know, up to third among with others. So very excited about that. That makes them among the highest profile local talkers on weeknights from 7 to 11 when most listeners prefer music. Now that is true. Yeah, the nighttime is not a time where people usually are jumping at the talk. Talk at night is a very odd, odd position to be in. And that is part of the reason why you have to do some of these stunts. Mm -hmm. That's part of the reason why you have to get the attention and especially on a Friday night from 10 to 11 o'clock, you got to make it into a party. It's got to be like a frat in here. we got to be having fun. And we are. Um, Hefe, whose real name is Dro, <laughs> s- said he Hold thinks... On. Wait. <laughs> You're such an ass. What? What? <laughs> You're the biggest ass in the world. What do you mean? Your name's Alex. It's not. Don't be running a bit with the Sentinel. It's not Alex, dude. I hate you. I told you. You're, I, you are. Hold on a sec. I told you that I no longer off the air wanted to be referred to as Alex. Off the air, my name is now Dro. That's fine when you're on the air just spouting crap off, trying to figure out something to talk about. Hey, here's something silly. I'm going to rename myself Dro. No, this But is... when you're talking to the Sentinel, give him your real in name, fact, Alex. In fact, I had the conversation with Scott. He goes, so your name's Alex, right? And I'm like, no, it's Dro. <laughs> he goes, Alex Dro? And I'm like, no, the first name is Dro, D-R-O. And look in the paper. That looks cool. No, it doesn't. D-R-O looks cool. People look at that and say, cool. No. Sweet. Epic. I actually found out about that article a little bit before early in the morning uh, with Catherine, our program director. She pulls me up and she's like, ooh, let's read it together. And she gets down to your name. She was Dro. Who's Dro? And I was like, I, I, I thought that, I, I don't know. She's like, what, what is this? This is, you know, this is important. What is he using a fake name? This is very important. You know, this is no, it's my Sentinel. Re- that's my real name. And I had to apologize to high heavens for her. No, there's not, a, there's no apologies. In fact, I told I, her it was a misprint. No, 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 no. It's not a misprint. And I, I want you to call and, Catherine. And, actually, Catherine already called the Sentinel. And they're doing a retraction. No, they're not. I want you to call Catherine. And uh, tell her not to worry about my first name. Alex. So, uh, Hefe, whose real name is Dro, said he thinks the show is coming to its own. Really. What we want to do is make people laugh, he said. And those who listen closely, and this is actually what uh, Maxwell was saying, and those who listen uh, closely might catch the occasional jokes about indicted lobbyist uh, Jack Abramoff or ethical lapses from Congress. And they also might get the other point that Hefe likes to stress, that despite the stunts, we're not complete morons. 
I, That's a... No, I told you. I told you I was loopy, and I was on the verge of taking a nap when he called lit yesterday. I'm so glad he left the stuff out that I said about management. That makes me... I was really worried. I think overall, I think... my interviewing skills... Other than the Dro part... Dro gets, a, gets an A-. minus. A fictional character gets an A-. minus. Lincoln Altamont, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1 uh, with uh, Dro and Justin. No. Yeah, what's up, man? What's hey. up? I just read an article not too long ago because I heard uh, Monsters talking about it this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, great job, by the way, guys, for Th- all of you. For Thank you. For jumping up the way you guys did in the beginning of the year. It's such a wonderful show. That's why I help promote it any way I can. Um, only thing I had a problem with was the whole Dro part down yeah. at the very bottom. I couldn't believe that, dude. You didn't even use your real name. That well, is... Got a, that well, is... Just, just hold on just for a second. What happened you got a word or something? Do you want it with your actual name, or do you want it with Dro on there, and everybody remaining the rest of your life as Dro? The, the rest of my life I will be known as Dro. No. I've sent this off to my family with a little highlighted notice the name change. Because I was going to break it to them at the family reunion. Now they can all begin practicing Dro before the family reunion in the summer. He spelled it the right way, D-R-O-U-G-H, right? No, it's D-R-O. I want to go by Xander then. If that's it, yeah. you're Alexander, you know what? Or just go by Durr. No, because it sounds stupid. Look, my name is Alejandro, and there are too many Alexes in the world. And as far as I know, I'm the first Dro. Wait. I'm sure you're not the first one. I I'm, am I'm the sure first. you're not the first retard in the world. But why would you call yourself Fro if you shave your head? Yeah. All right. Hey, you guys keep doing what you're doing, but it's in the paper. It's the written word. This is my name, Dro. And the newspaper is right. It's correct in one thing. It's a dumb name. Oh, It's I'm worse s- than Hefe. I'm sorry, Jason. Exactly. Jacob. That's a nice one. Jacob. Jeremy. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Julius. Hi, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs. Live on a Tuesday night. Anyway, thank you to Scott Maxwell for doing the spotlight. Even though I think he was a little off in the way that he framed the show. I know he listens. But it's not all stunts. It's 20 minutes on a Friday night from 10 to 11. Uh, other than that, it's just pure comedy. Uh, say something funny, Matt. No. Colt 45, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Colt 45? What's up, dog? I just want to give a shout-out to Joe. It's about time y'all get a black man on the show, man. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Uh, Mark on 75, you're in the hideout. What do you got, dude? What do you say? Happy shortstop. Okay, I guess. Uh, Dubs, I am uh, taking the motorcycle... Uh, class over at Orlando Harley Davidson. Yes, you are. And I'm telling you, dude, it's freeing. There's something about being. I, I'm not gonna lie. Yesterday I was taking the course. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I uh, and it was just the classroom stuff and watching the videos and learning. And I was scared. I'm I'm afraid he has it as it is, and I'm mm-hmm. not a real big believer in taking chances with my life because I'm I I fear. I fear death because I'm not at peace with what's after it. You know, you know, understand what I'm saying. So I, um, 
I, I, I take the court session, I get 98 out of 100 on my, on my written exam, and I'm still really frightened and kind of not looking forward to getting on the motorcycle. Well, today, this morning, over at Atlanta Harley-Davidson, I finally get on mm-hmm. uh, the motorcycle, and there is something that just makes you feel alive when you were on a motorcycle like that. And I, Have you ever ridden one before? No, I refuse to. Why? I just don't. I, 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 I don't trust it. Here's the thing. I refuse to as well, and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a shot. Orlando Harley Davidson wanted to get involved with the show. We gave away the slots to uh, have, you know, qualified and the whole thing. I, you know, I hear everybody talking about it all the time, and so I'm thinking, I'm gonna at least try it. If they're, out, if they're given the opportunity, I'm gonna try it and get out there, you know, with an instructor, with people who are learning. And dude, it is—it's awesome. Now, after literally, I guess today was five hours of being out there on the practice course, I'm considering getting a bike. Really? I think I've gotten to that point. Now, I thought you got uh, scared and had to pull over. I well, I didn't get scared. I almost killed myself once. And that's on a practice course. Well, it happens. You can't be afraid in life, dude. I am. A very few things, but that's one of them. What getting on a motorcycle? Yeah, I wanted to ride, bitch. You, but you got to be smart about it. That's the thing. You got to be smart whenever you ride these things. Like I have so much respect now for people who ride motorcycles, because you're dealing with all the idiots, Matt Albert, um, who don't know how to drive, who are afraid of driving and drive scared all the time. Or, I've been on a motorcycle before. Have you? Or chunks, who uh, is busy. I'd love to see that. It was busy multi I, I, I just imagine a bear on a unicycle, and that's what it looks like. <laughs> he and Sid uh, drive around together. There's, they're twins, right? <laughs> so I'm on this thing, man, and it's just... They're it, both wearing the pants without the back uh, pockets. <laughs> it was just incredible. And I'm I am now to the point where before, and I was walking through, I'm like, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at the Harleys, and I'm not really... And I'm like, oh, I'm just taking the course, whatever. Now, after finally riding one, I'm like, all right, now I'm pricing. And deciding what I want to do. And here's the cool thing. I know that that, uh, I think it's Jay-Z Riders who's building the real bike that Shannon and Daniel designed. Mm-hmm. I'm about to get my license tomorrow. I think once I wrap everything up, if I, uh, if I, um, pass everything. And now I'm going to be able to ride that. So what, you have one more course left. Mm-hmm. What does that entail? I don't know. I think. Did they t- tell you anything about I it? I think, I think tomorrow they throw stuff at us. What? you got to try to avoid it like boards and things. That's what I heard. Like you'll be driving, and then they throw down a board, and you got to practice going over it or stopping or maneuvering around it. Things that happen in everyday life. Yeah, boards can fly at you every day. Well, debris does. It happens. You know how many times debris flew in front of me during driving? Ten times tops. That's after ten years of driving. It's once a year. Well, you still have to practice it just in case. Like, and, and the instructors, I'm not going to lie to you, a bit of a hard ass. I like her, though, because she's there to try to save my life, to I, teach me everything. Yeah. I don't know. She's a grandma, but she's kind of hot. Yeah, my I, grandma kind of what? Yeah. Like, she's one of those you could say you uh, had sex with a grandma, but, like, it's a good story, but when you look at it, you wouldn't tell that she's a grandma. Like that kind of thing going on. You wouldn't have the B. Arthur look in your head? No, 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 not at all. In fact, I fantasized more than a couple times already. Jeffrey in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Jeffrey? What's up, man? Yo, dude. Oh, is, is she a gilf <laughs> instead of a milf? Yeah, yeah, a gilf. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
Hey, uh, I've been riding. I got my license two years ago, man. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you ride, you got to expect to fall, man. And that's, I, and that's the other thing, too, because I was a bit afraid of, like, the faster you go, the more stable you are. Mm-hmm. And once you get that into your head, you're really safer when you're going faster. It, it, it begins to, not insanely fast, but when you get it out of first gear. It well, balances itself. It's, it's made to balance uh, it, the faster you go. And you just got to trust it, dude. I'm telling you, Dubs, I want you to take the course. No. Jeffrey, have you fallen before? Yeah, man. I've fallen twice. I was doing about, I'll say maybe 40, 50. But if they teach you how to fall. You have to slide, and then you have to push yourself away from the bike. You don't want to fall and let the bike fall on top of you. See, that's what I worry about, like my leg getting pinned underneath the bike. Uh, you trust me, when you're falling, you can move quick, man. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Jeffrey. Yeah. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Dubs, I want you to take the course, dude. Mm-mm. Just take the course. You it it makes you. I'll tell you this. It makes you a better car driver. Like, I'm sure it does. I got down on my motorcycle, like on the motorcycle, and I got into my Scion that I got from Thurston's. It was like getting into a bed. It felt so comfortable and it was nice and big and roomy. But you're still alert and looking for everything that's possible. Here's what I'll do. Compromise. I won't take the course. But for two hours straight, I'll watch the part of Pee-wee's Big Adventure where he's uh, in the uh, bar doing the tequila thing, and then he knocks over the bikes. Francis. Francis. Okay, that's not even close to trying to learn how to ride a bike. I'm trying to help you out, brother. I'll skip over the rodeo part. You don't want to get out there and be one as, as close to one with nature as you can? How does that mean as close to one with nature? Cause you're I not... can see peeing on a tree being close to nature. But how's a bike close to nature? Because you're out there like you don't have the protection. It's you. You have to be on your game. You have to be coordinated. I don't look good in leather. You don't have to wear leather. It's not about wearing leather. I saw a guy in shorts riding a uh, like sports Ooh, bike. Yesterday. They don't recommend that. No. Yeah, I was like, well, hopefully this guy won't ever crash or just even have like a minor accident. Dude, I had one of the this? I had one of the do rags on. I had a helmet. I had my Gold's Gym <laughs> long sleeve shirt, my Franklin batting gloves, my Doc Martens, and my Old Navy uh, pants. How about this? This is the last compromise I'm gonna offer to you. I'll rent Road Rash, play that a few times, and call it a day. I'll even do the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA start and have the super bike. I love the part with the big uh, jump in Hawaii on Road Rest 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, this isn't, I'm talking about real life, dude. It's sight bike. I'll build my own course and I'll rock it. I want you to take, Chunks, you should have been taking the course with me. Now, is riding a bike like a sight bike where you have to let off or overheat? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You got and it's like driving a standard, and you got to get into the friction zone with the clutch. You got to you got to give it enough throttle. You got to lay off that front brake, man. The front brake could kill you. Chunks, you want to do it? You want to take it? Yeah, I'm not afraid. We can be biking buddies. Hmm, never mind. That's I'm busy. Gay. There's nothing gay about that, dude. Is I, there something gay about two men riding a bike together? Yeah, I don't think you can uh, have hands two around your waist, matching chaps, <laughs> two dudes sitting on a hog. <laughs> your hog. Now, I don't think two dudes could do it. I don't think that. But like, Hey, chick- dude, you want to jump on the back of my soft tail? <laughs> yeah, brother. All right, but chicks dig it, man. Uh, you know what? I'll give you that. Chicks do dig a guy There's on the There's something that you like. And here's the other thing, too, because I was a little worried about it, but there are a couple of chicks in the class 
and they were going, they were like doing real well, and I'm like, I get, I can't bitch out here. I gotta, I gotta at least be at least as good as the chicks. Well, my girlfriend says I should, uh, she, she loves bikes and everything. She would love for me to start doing it, but maybe I tell her no. Maybe she'll ride with me. You can have it. Go for it. I'm not gonna fight you on that one. If that's what it takes. On your chick? No, on, on, if I have to, if she needs to ride a bike. I thought you were just handing your girlfriend over to me. If that's what she needs to get on a bike, that's fine. I'm not gonna. So I go riding with your chick, huh? Mm -hmm. She's wrapped around me? That's fine. You know what you should get? The side carts. I'd ride in that. I would dig a sidecar, I'm not going to lie. I'd be much more comfortable with a sidecar. I, I might drive one with a sidecar. Do they even have those anymore, or is that, is that just for the Army? No, they have them. Or didn't you see, uh, what was that movie? Police Academy? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the movie uh, with uh, the guy from from uh, Scrubs. Oh, uh, um, the... Uh, Garden State? Garden, Garden State, State yeah. yeah. he had one in there. His grandpa. Maybe it to him. get a chick like Natalie Portman. Maybe we'll call Padme D's. Yeah, she can wear that big retard helmet because she has epileptic seizures. Yeah, that's great. Chris and Apopka, you're in the hideout. What's going on, guys? Hey, dude. Hey, I was, uh, did you just say that uh, you have to watch the front break because uh, it'll, it'll kill you? Well, I mean, well, no, no, you got to be careful because a lot of the a lot of the braking power comes from the front brakes. So you can't overdo it, otherwise, that's how you can really screw yourself up. Yeah, yeah, cause 80, 70, 80 percent of your braking comes from the front brake, and you you do have to be real careful with that, or you, you can wipe out. I, I busted really, really bad one time on the bike, and um, all I got to tell you, man, is that this is getting me into it. Fun, Go out and have fun on bikes, man, but do not drink before you get out on a bike. Oh, I this, yeah, there's no way I ever would. I would never even begin to imagine mixing alcohol and uh, riding a motorcycle. Well, then you aren't a biker. Yeah, I'm a safe one, dude. You I'm need to have bottom shelf tequila on your breath. I'm a biker who follows... Dude, after tomorrow, I'm going to be able to say I'm a biker. Dro's a biker. Ugh. Here's the thing. You guys are pusses. I'm about to start voting Republican, too. I'm just going to go all the way. <laughs> Me and Shannon are going to hang out, talk about the great things the administration's doing, talk about our Harleys, be men. It's funny. Republicans love bikes and Bush, but Bush can't ride a bike. Yeah, he can't, even, he can't even stay on that one. Yeah, a 10-speed. Or a even, Segway. Yeah, the Segway. Somehow he's falling off the Segway. Here's what I may get. I may just get a scooter. I would drive a scooter. You can't. you got to have a license. A little Vespa. What's a Vespa? One of those little scooters. Gay looking. Yeah. Is that the one that Putin had? No, no. He had like a dirt bike. <laughs> <laughs> he had like a dirt scooter. I'm telling you, dude. I'm digging it. And I'm going to try to be. And you know what? I'm going to go out to bike week, and you bitches can stay in your apartments and play video games. Will do. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dubs, you want to go uh, play some Madden? Yeah. During bike week? Sweet. I'm going to go out there and hang out with the chicks in the bikinis. Talk you, about... Uh, you're, a little, you're a little young for most of those girls. <laughs> Maybe in about 20 years or so. Talk about our... Nah, dude, I'm telling you. This is going to get me over. Hefe the biker. You should go with your shirt off. You can't ride with your shirt off. Watch you. You're going to do it. That would be badass. I can't know. You can't. you got to ride with some protection. 
Shoulder hair flying everywhere. You're just trying to set him up for a bad gay porno. <laughs> it would slow me down. And then leather pants and like his shirt off and his like goatee. And Tommy, I think you should do it. I think you'd dig it. I think you'd look good on a bike. Not to sound gay or nothing. Yeah, I probably would look good on a bike. I'm I'm nervous about riding a bike because when I was like four, for some reason my dad put me on the back of a bike and I was almost falling off the entire time. So I'm still kind of freaked out by it. Uh, you know what? Next time, because I think I'm even going to want to take the course again if they ever offer it to us again. Mm-hmm. Tommy, I think you should take. I think you'd have a blast, dude. I think you'd be really. I think. I mean, you're a poonhound. And then we could do like our own version of the Fast and the Furious. And I'll be Vin well, Diesel. No, it wasn't uh, the Fast and Furious on bikes. What was uh, the ice torque? Kid? Torque, yeah. Okay, I'll be um, what's his name? Ice Cube. Ice Cube wasn't in that one. Yes, he was. Yeah. All right, I'll be Ice Cube, and you can be Tyson. Tyson Mike? Bedford. Ra- he wasn't in that. Oh, he wasn't. No. Ralph, you're in Winter Park. What do you got, buddy? Hey, uh, first, uh, happy. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, man. Thank you very much. Oh, Radio 104.1 Half Fan Dubs live on a Tuesday night. Reminding you, this Sunday, the place to be is the Hideout 2006 PS2 Madden Tournament at the Movie Stop in Orlando uh, for the Pizza Hut Wing Street Gamer Bowl. Here's what's going down. Uh, we're going to be uh, at the Movie Stop at 2438 Kirkman Road in Orlando, Sunday from noon until 3. It is free. It is a free sign-up for this 2006 uh, PS2 Madden tournament. Here's the grand prize. Uh, PS2, a copy of Madden 06, $75 gift certificate to a movie stop, and a coupon for 40 free wings from Pizza Hut and Wing Street. Registration begins at 1130, so you need to get there, uh, get yourself signed up. I tell you what, during the, um, during the game show, we'll give out the slots. We'll give out four slots for people who want to participate in the uh, in the tournament. And the tournament begins probably at noon. The whole crew is going to be there, and we're going to have food and drinks from Pizza Hut. And uh, it's uh, and also too, you want to enjoy the lowest prices and best selection for both new and used movies uh, at Movie Stop. So that is all coming up for you. Uh, this uh, this Sunday from noon until three. Stoked about that. And maybe we should even do our own little side tournament. Even that could be kind of fun too. Maybe you know a challenge Matt Albert kind of thing. Yeah, because uh, me and Matt go back and forth on it. I think he's a little bit better than me, but there should be some kind of uh, beat Matt Albert prize too. I got uh, manhandled by Sid. Yeah, Sid handed him his ass I've, over the weekend. You have to come over and we have to play sometime because I've gotten better. You guys, I say you save it for the event. Okay. I say we set it aside and you guys play for the event. How do you about- want to do it? We put a stunt on the line. I love it. A stunt between you and Dubs. How about this? Uh, driving around 436. Here's <laughs> the stunt. Blindfolded. Brian in Melbourne, you're in the hideout. We got Brian. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? All right, brother. Well, you guys are gods, man. And, and uh, congratulations on your uh, your uh, your new motorcycle endeavor. I wish you luck with that. Thanks, brother. But uh, I want to share a story with you one time. Talking about the, having your wits about yourself right when you get on a bike, I was I was going to work one morning on I-95 in Brevard County, and it was rush hours, like 7.30, and I'm going like 75 miles an hour, and there's there's cars all around me. And I'm, I'm cruising up the road, you know, I got my gloves, my helmet, and everything, and uh, this wasp hits me in my throat on the Ooh. freeway. And, and not only did that hurt, but the, the wasp, 
went down my shirt, ended up in my back, and was stinging me oh. while I was riding my bike. And you talk about some pain, and I couldn't stop. I couldn't pull over. The next exit was like two miles away. And I pull up in front of my job, and I jump off my bike. I put the kickstand down. I start untucking my shirt. My boss comes running out. What the hell's going on? And and I fell out of my 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 shirt, and I ended up stomping on it, and it made me so sick. I was nauseous for like half the day. All right, crazy. Now, that actually, I have a story similar to that. Was it the, no, not this kind of wasp. Was it the guitar sure? player or drummer? <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't Blackie Lawless? <laughs> I think he was seen in the area a while ago. I was, I was driving in my Jeep one time with uh, the windows down. I was on my way from, uh, I think I was going from Dallas to College Station for a baseball tournament. We're all caravanning. And everything was all, I used to drive with my doors off and everything on my Jeep. Mm-hmm. And a wasp hits me in the face while I'm driving down the road on like I-35 or 45. I think it was 35. And it then falls down and then begins to try to sting me, sting my legs, because it's down where my legs yeah. are. And so I pull over to try to, like, exit. And so I'm pulling over, and I'm trying to swat, because I, at the time I had this insane fear of bees. And I almost died because I ended up running off the exit road. Oof. Because it, it was one of those exits where you get off, and then it's a sharp right and then you join the uh, the frontage road, so that I worry about a little bit, the bugs and stuff. Uh, you got to uh, make sure you wear a lot of protection, and you won't, and so you can't get through it. And I'm gonna take it slow, man. I'm not gonna get out there and be stupid. I'm literally probably gonna ride around the neighborhood if I get one, and then try to. I, like I wouldn't go on the highway for a while. Where, I don't where? think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because that's someone on a motorcycle. And I don't have any protection. I've, you seen, have, I've seen tons of people on motorcycles. You, however, are in a topaz. It's aqua. And it's, aqua. it's uh, barely bigger than you. Yeah, you and your you, Geo Metro. You bleed over into the second seat easily. And I don't even know how you get it out of park, because I've seen your thigh right up against the gear shift. Well, I have to spread my legs. It's hard to get it around <laughs> the steering wheel. So I don't even want to hear it. All right, All right. Dubs, let's take a break, because we're running late. Let's get caught up. Uh, dub some of the best crying audio of all time next in the High Down Row Radio 104.1. I was Representative Duke Cunningham. I guess after he got busted. I, was his over the uh, Abramoff stuff too? Was he one of the first ones to go down and, and then he began to cooperate with everybody? Mm-hmm. It's the High Down Row Radio 104.1. Some of the great crying audio. We got some new stuff too. Uh, yeah, Matt Albert. Uh, Duke Cunningham had something to do with property in San Diego. Uh, I think that's where he's a congressman from. Okay. I know he was from California. I didn't know exactly where. All right. Uh, t- uh, Chunks, do you have some of this stuff in order? What do you have for us uh, lined up? before? I say we play the older stuff than the new stuff. What do you think, Doug? Yeah, I, I like uh, building up to the new crying audio. Um, these are grown men crying over... Uh... Silly things. Something you shouldn't be really... I mean, he, he's... The, the Duke stuff, I can see him being upset about... But hold it together, man. You know you did something wrong, and uh, there's no reason to cry over it. You served it. in Vietnam, you know? You're a, con- you're a congressperson, or you were. There's no reason, to go, no reason to go out there blubbering like a baby. And what is it about crying, too, as a man? Have you ever been very close to crying in front of your friends? Um, yeah. Actually, I cried in front of you before. You did? Yeah, when I had to put my kid to sleep. <laughs> Dude, you never felt as bad as when. I it's not about funny. That. 
when you have to sign a little paper saying, yes, you can kill my cat. All right, so that happened. We were, I think we were doing Saturday nights at JFK. Mm-hmm. And our buddy Shafee was in town. And as soon as I heard that Dubs' cat had died, I think I told Tommy, I'm like, dude, go get... Yeah, go get a meow effect from a cat and put a little uh, put a little echo on it so that it's uh, Isabel the Hurricane from heaven, and we'll just play it all show and see if we can get Dubs to cry on the air. I squashed that. No man, it's too early. Yes. Come on, it's been tragedy plus time. It's been four hours. You did. You cried in front of me. You sissy. Cried like a woman. (laughs) You missed that cat. She was daddy's girl, yeah. Every uh, every dad come home and she'd be waiting by the door for me. Can I say something or would it piss you off? Go ahead. I like that cat too, much better than Sadie Lou. I loved uh, I loved Isabel the Hurricane. Because Dubs got the cat right around mm-hmm. Isabel the Hurricane that came through D.C. And so he named her Isabel the Hurricane. Mm-hmm. Like a couple days after the hurricane. Right. I wish that one had lived and that uh, Sadie had died of whatever awful disease that one got oh that's just mean her heart was too small uh, too big for her body is that what it was Mm -hmm. and it filled her lungs with uh, fluid well maybe that can happen to sadie and you can get another cat that's better than it there's no one better than sadie i know one isabella the hurricane isabella the hurricane was a kick-ass cat little kitten lovely little girl dubs might have been some inbreeding that might have been the problem because her uh, brother had uh a half a tail Dubs, can I kill your cat? Yes, you can kill my cat. What? I'm sorry, I don't think I heard you. Dubs, can I kill your cat? And yes, no. you can kill my cat. Son of a bitch. Sweet. Or maybe it's no. Maybe it's hard to just grow really, really large and press up against the rib cage, and squeeze through the cartilage. That's oh, not nice. Is that how Isabella died? Yeah, I, I had to leave because I couldn't. I couldn't take the night off to take care of her. Here's to hoping so, it happens. Lightning strikes twice. So I, I put her in her bed. And uh, I put the, the big buff, the uh, teddy bear, over top for her to watch her. Did you smother it? No. And uh, Be careful, because it could suck the air out of that teddy bear. That's what they do. I would, you know, rather than dying from a heart problem as a kitten. What is this now about you and the way you want to break down and cry? Mm. You know how many cats are in this world? Shut up, you bitch. All right, what's next? Uh, classic, uh, Chad Johnson. Ah, this yes. Earlier on in the year, and I think they had just lost their first game. Yeah, they Bengals. lost to the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. It was like week five, I believe. I think it was the first big, because uh, it was on Sunday Night Football, and that's what he was real bummed out about. And it was their first loss of the season, and uh, he thought they should have won. Frustrating for this first loss? Yeah, man, we're not supposed to lose. You can't be satisfied. 4-1 is not satisfying. This ain't satisfying. That's the whole point, man. That's we be supposed to be out of that stage. We ain't supposed to lose no more. Games ain't supposed ain't supposed to be close games like these games we got to win. These are the times we got to win and they wonder why we don't get Monday, Sunday night games. Man, we got to win stuff like this, man. <laughs> they ain't supposed to be close no more. That's the Bengals are old. This is a better team than a show tonight then? Yeah. <laughs> man, we got to do yeah. it every time we come out, we got to do it. We can't keep talking about it. Man, we talk about the same thing all the time, but we got to keep doing it. Obviously, obviously, this is a little emotional for you. And <laughs> four and one, and that is not all right. That ain't all right. 
can't think shit. <laughs> All right, wait till you make it to the playoffs and Carson Palmer blows his knee out in this first throw. Let's see how you feel. All right, why don't you shut up, go get your hostess cupcake and your Capri Sun and get to the van. It's just like you were growing up playing uh, sports when you were in middle school and high school. Uh, get your Capri Sun, get go, your cookies, and yeah. get in the van and don't cry in front of the other boys. Go to the concession, buy yourself a nice hot dog, mom's buying, and soak your tears up with that bun puss. You know what it was with my dad? You better shut the hell up right now or I'm going to beat your ass. You are not going to cry out here and make me look like I raised a bitch. And you're just, your lips all big. It's not running down. What the? We're so close. And I didn't get the... If they would have played me more, I told Coach. Are you crying, you mother effer? <laughs> you better cut it out right now. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Oh, man. All right, what's the next one? Childhood memories. Uh, this is what I found. This is Jermaine Taylor crying. I think it's a boxer, and he's making fun of the other boxer. I'm not really sure, but it's funny as hell. That's all I know. I turned on TV one day. I was like, man, I am so sick of this man crying. And I was just listening. I'm listening. I'm hearing him. I know what this is. This is, I think this is just from a fight that just recently happened, where he is, basically he's running a bit during a press conference on the other guy about him being a crybaby. Okay. Okay. Let me take my time and really listen. And here's what it sounds like. Like man, that, that, that's what it sounds like. A bunch of crying going on. I just have like a tape deck. With yes, them he it? did. It was hilarious. Just calling him out. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. Do we have the um, wrestling? Ultimate crier? The ultimate crier. Um. Now th- I'm gonna try. Now this one was uh, there was some kind of little thing going on in a gymnasium where uh, wrestling fans could come in and ask questions of old school wrestlers. And I guess this was right after Eddie Guerrero died. Yeah, and it was like Terry Funk and Bobby Eaton and Jim Cornette from the Midnight I, Express. Actually, I thought it was older Jim than Cornette. that. I think I think it's actually older than that, like Is from it? when somebody else died a few years back. Because if you look at everybody in the video, they're wearing at least 90s clothes. Oh, well, you haven't been to a yeah. wrestling event in a while, have you? Bobby Eaton and Jim Cornette <laughs> from the Midnight Express. <laughs> All right, sorry. Okay, well, go This is the ultimate crier. This one's epic. They're still wearing Question, bad boys. Jeff, where are you? Right there. Yeah. Um, I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> I'll be. Thank Make you. It easy, man. <laughs> thank y'all, guys. Y'all were awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Funk, for saying what needed to be said. <laughs> I don't want to see it, though. I like it in the middle. Take it easy, bro. All right, is that all the old ones that we have? All right, we're steadily building this bank. I love these. Grown men crying. <laughs> Are we ready for the new one? All right, what is the new one, Doug? The new one is actually um, NFL Network last night was talking about the Super Bowl and everything and giving the story of the uh, the teams. And part of the storyline was uh, last year after the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers got bumped out of the playoffs, uh, they had a big team meeting and everything. And after the team meeting, there were cameras all around, and they started talking to Heinz Ward. And Heinz Ward 
loses it and starts crying because some of the older people might never get a chance to play in a Super Bowl. Okay, mind you, we're in the middle of a war. Mm-hmm. We got all kinds of stuff going on. And he's crying over the bus. <laughs> May not suit it up again. Just today, he's sitting in the meetings and, you know, saying some to the older guys that, uh, <laughs> that don't get a chance to, and I never get a chance to, to play football again. You know. Just disappointed for those guys. <laughs> the guy like drone Bettis. Man, she done so much for me as a player. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Did he tell you that this, this may be his last go round? No, I mean he didn't say it, but I mean, you put it all on the line and. I mean, it's just disappointing just to, I mean, I wanted to win more for him more than anything because he deserves to be a champion. (laughs) (laughs) No, he doesn't. He really does. And I hope... Oh, Heinz. And I hope he uh, blows his Don't worry, you're going to get another chance. The bus is going to get another chance to be in the playoffs. The Super Bowl, Detroit. I can't even... uh, uh, Please cut that off. I hate a crying baby. I hate a crying baby. And yes, you can kill my cat. What? So he's uh, crying. The way he's talking, it's as if the bus had died of cardiac arrest on the field mm-hmm. against, what was it, the Patriots last year? Yeah, they lost to the Patriots. And so he's he's talking as if he's never, like the bus died. Mm-hmm. Like he isn't going to live anymore. There's no reason to live in. Why do you think Bettis is, 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 needs to go to the playoffs? And it's not even like it's his career that's over. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Oh, here's what I'm looking forward to: the day that Heinz Ward has to retire. Oh God, imagine that sob fest. And just how much he's gonna cry about missing the Steel City. This game's giving me so much. <laughs> he's like Gibbs during the headlines game show. Uh, I've never been to Saudi Arabia's. Saudi Arabia's. They don't have speedboats. <laughs> Becky in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Ladies first. What do you got, Becky? Oh, man, I'll tell you what. I am busting a gun on you guys. That crying baby thing with that hard <laughs> word on the fittest thing. It was the funniest thing I've ever heard. I hate this fucking hear that grown man crying. It's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> She's loving it. I agree. TV Sky Kid, he got the heart of a champion. Does he, all right, one more time for Heinz Ward. Just today, sitting in the meetings and, you know, saying some to the older guys that, uh, that don't get a chance to, and I never get a chance to, to play football again. You know, just disappointed for those guys. Got like drone bets. <laughs> he's done so much for me as a player. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Did he tell you that this, this may be his last go round? No, I mean he didn't say it, but I mean, you put it all on the line, and I mean it's just disappointing just to, 
I mean, I wanted to win more for him more than anything because he deserves to be a champion. <laughs> All right, here's the problem. There's a very good sh- uh, shot that Bettis' angles could collapse under his own weight before the Super Bowl in two weeks. There's a lot of times for a buffet between you, now and then. You know what I'm waiting for? One of these guys, once they win, like, the NFC or AFC championship, to run around with that trophy ahead and just snap their ankle on, like, you know, like, uh, uneven turf or something and not being able to play in the Super Bowl. Oh, it's going to be so great. All right, who's going to win the Super Bowl, Dubs? Seahawks. I think it's going to be a blowout. Steven Alexander, mm-hmm. MVP. Sean Alexander. I'm going to go for Steven. <laughs> Who's Steven Alexander? The tight end. He is? Yeah, he used to play for the Reds. I don't know. That's not what I was thinking, though. Steven, I don't know where I got Steven Alexander from. Right, here's uh, ladies first in the hideout. Sarah. What's up, Sarah? Nothing. What, what's wrong? Um, I just had a comment about the Steelers. And they suck. All I have to say is they're going to the Super Bowl. And they're going to lose. Oh, are you a Steelers fan? I am a huge Steelers fan. Yeah. Yeah. Name, wait, wait. Name Doesn't one of their... Show. Hold on. Wait, uh, name one of their linemen. One of their linemen? Yeah. Heinz Ward. Shut up. Get off the phone. <laughs> it's not a lineman. I hate you. And listen to your team cry like babies. Pull baby. That's gonna I be, caught the ball. That's going to be Roethlisberger after they lose. How much crap do you think they gave him in the locker room after they all heard that? <laughs> None. They just stayed away from him because they figured it's that time and they didn't want their cycles to sync up with his. <laughs> it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Half and dubs. Rolling strong. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. A little disappointed that was left out of the uh, Sentinel piece. But uh, maybe next time. Maybe next time. Matt Albert also here along with the rest of the crew. Uh, it includes Tommy Bateman, Chunks, and uh, Gibbs, the unpaid producer. Uh, let's Bathead, go. go big. Real big. Let's check in with the Hideout News Director real fast, Sir Gary the Prophet. Sir Gary, how are you this evening? Happy, happy Jacob Tayo tonight. Uh, we are at standing, and you? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Doing one program tonight, we're ready at 1.1 Red Kenny Reformative. Uh, did you read about us in the paper, Sir Gary? Listen, we don't get the paper. Oh, yeah. Mm. I, that's actually kind of sad. You'd figure they yeah, at least needed to lay under you. Um, <laughs> what, uh, Sir Gary, what's going on in the, uh, in the news? Uh, well, in the news, um, uh, they uh, they uh, found found a dead woman in her house mm-hmm. day in Orlando. A dead woman or not? Do any idea of what caused it? Uh, they believe that um, she committed suicide. Do, do you hope it's a Steelers fan? Black plague. <laughs> Are you do hope it's a Steelers fan? No, sir. Oh, I do. Uh, I like those football teams. You like them all? all right, who do you? Let's talk about that. Little prediction: Who's going to win? Uh, Steelers. Or Seahawks? I'll say the Seahawks. Beautiful. Who's God rooting for? Uh, he's probably rooting for the, their opponents. <laughs> oh, no. Why would God go against you? I don't know. I figure you guys are on the same team. Yes, sir. Uh, right now you're running with the devil. Where are you going to be on Sunday, Sir Gary? I'll be at the Winter Garden Permanent Baptist Church on Miller Dinner Street, Winter Garden, where the Baptist is pastor at 1030. The underground program for one of the public is invited. The church just past Ace Hardware. Beautiful, Sir Gary. Thank you, my God friend. Have a good evening. Enjoy your program. All right, buddy. You know, we may have to hold off on that Chunks' list because we're run- Why are we running so late today? 
I think we just got off to a late start because we talking about the first segment. Yeah, with uh, Matt yeah. Albert and his fear of driving. Hey, speaking of running with the devil, so you hear already about David Lee Roth and the rumblings? And no. How it, it's like just awful. Oh, like we couldn't see that one coming. Not even like because the show, already, I guess, is awful, but like he's just even an ass to work for or even be around. Well, we should call the uh, call. Uh, Al Duke, see how he's liking being his producer. Is he the is he yes. really his producer? Yeah. That's why he went over to K Rock. Oh wow. So yeah, apparently. And Infinity's just like, oh boy. What are we gonna do? Roth on your side. I still would love to even hear a clip of the show. Yeah, I still haven't heard that. Ugh. I just don't even know what you're thinking. I, I don't know what he's talking about. You know, I don't know. Can you imagine listening to uh, David Lee Roth for your current events? I wonder what's going on today in the world of David Lee Roth. It seems like, like honestly, it seems like a joke. Yeah, it, it doesn't. You know, it's like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger winning the being the governor. You know, but not even that. I mean, like if someone were gonna say, "Who here's who's gonna take over for you?" And they were going to just, like, out of all the names in the universe, I honestly believe you would have gone with Hagar over Roth. If oh, you're definitely. Gonna, if you're going to have, like, just personality-wise. Hagar, I think, could do a much better job of hosting a talk show. The Red Rocker's epic. I've heard, like, interviews with the Red Rocker and everything. He's coherent. He's funny. When I hear uh, David Lee Roth do an interview or anything, it's always nonsense. He always says some, like... Pun that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's everything's like, misplaced. He tries to make it like so smart that you're like, it doesn't even. Is I, it even smart or is it? No, he tries. That's he, the problem. Yeah, he's one of those like you know how smart and successful I am, and then I mean, granted he's successful and it, well he's just sort of living off old success at this point, but he's never really I, done anything. The, well, when was the last time he was relevant? I, 1981. <laughs> California girls or something. That's like what that? that's what I was gonna say. Is maybe like the California girls. I I loved that video. That's one of those videos on MTV and you yeah. see that and you're a kid and you're growing Body up. Bodybuilder chick was hot. I mean the uh, bikini chicks were hot. Hmm. <laughs> California girls. He likes the thighs. All right, uh, let's. Uh, it's a hide outdoor prize blowout coming up next. Chunks, give me an example of uh, the question so that people can get lining up. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And they're doing this to win slots at our uh, attorney? They're doing it to win slots at our attorney, among other things that are in the, uh, in the uh, that we have over there. Zippity zippity doo bop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> these are all Nintendo Entertainment System-based questions. So all these questions have to deal with the NES. The first question of which, and they'll all be multiple choice. Okay. Uh, what was the name of the company illegally making games for Nintendo's 8-bit system? Is it Atari, Sunsoft, Acclaim, or Tengen? That's the first question. All right, I actually know all those. That's a, I don't know what the answer is, though. All I right. have a good idea. We'll take a break. We'll come back. The Hideout Door Prize Blowout next on Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, live on a Tuesday night, Hefe and J-Dubs. In the middle of the hideout door prize blowout, reminding you that this Sunday from noon until 3, we're going to be at the Movie Stop in Orlando for the Pizza Hut Wing Street Gamer Bowl. Hideout hosting a 2006 PS2 Madden tournament. 
It is free to sign up. Registration for the tourney begins at 11.30. Grand prize includes PS2, copy of Madden 06, $75 gift certificate to Movie Stop, and a coupon for 40 free wings from Pizza Hut Wing Street. Awesome. And uh, tournament will begin promptly at noon, and we'll have food and drinks from Pizza Hut. The Movie Stop is at uh, 20, 2438 Kirkman Road in Orlando. Do come out. Uh, we're even giving away some slots early for qualification for this, and uh, that includes if you can win them right now in the Hideout Door Prize Blowout. All right, Chunks, uh, it's the Chunks Nintendo Challenge. And give me the question one more time. All right. The first question is, what was the name of the company illegally making games for Nintendo's 8-bit system? And the choices? Choices are Atari, Sunsoft, Acclaim, or Tengen. All right. Do we have any music or anything for this? Oh, yeah. Nice. All right. Let's go to Lenny and Deltona. Do you have a guess for that one? Uh, tell you what, guys, uh, can you read the question again for me, please? All right, yeah, one more one time. More. What was the name of the company illegally making games for Nintendo's NES? Hmm. Um, before I answer, I want to say congrats on the ratings. Thank you. Very proud of you guys. Been cool for you all the whole way. Appreciate I'm it. I'm going to say, this is a shot in the dark. I have no idea. I'm going to say Tengen. You are absolutely correct, sir. You nailed it. Right and, on. And if you guys remember, uh, those were the games that were black and had like kind of the slanted front. They had the RBI Baseball uh, Gauntlet. Oh, th- uh, so those were those weren't really- kind of yeah they they weren't uh, certified by Nintendo. Now here's the thing: the RBI Baseball was great. I loved RBI Baseball. I didn't know that was uh, outside of the realm of possibility, or uh, as far as like what was. Yeah, they, I think they ended up getting uh, licensed after a while because you started seeing them on regular boxes and everything. Right. But at first, they were not licensed by uh, Nintendo. All right, it's the Chunks Game Show, uh, Chunks Nintendo Challenge. Let's go to uh, Jeff and Apopka next. Jeff, are you ready? Yeah, man. Just for say, you guys rock, man. Way better than your the guy that was on before you. I appreciate. It. Thank you very All much. Right. Here is uh. Chunks. All right. What product did Nintendo start out as a company manufacturing? Is it playing cards, home video game systems, TVs, or toilets? A. Yes, it is A, right? Absolutely, yep. it is A, playing yep. cards. Kick ass, Jeff. Hold Thanks, on. man. They had, like, different, like, almost role-playing type things over in Japan, right? Yeah. Mm. It, it actually, I think it started... Like 400 years ago? Like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And they made playing cards. It's a very, very old company. They had uh, a lot of stuff going on there. I didn't know Nintendo had uh, the playing card. I never understood role-playing games with cards. Like the magic and all that stuff? Right, but I never got how you did that. Like, yeah. were you just were you acting then, basically? No, each card has a power, and like you have a deck or something, and you draw the cards out, and... It is a whole thing of, you know, you winning the other person's cards. Uh, again, if you wanted some of the early slots for the PS2 tournament, uh, Madden tournament that we have going on uh, at the Movie Stop in Orlando for the uh, Wings Wing uh, for the Pizza Hut Wing Street Gamer Bowl, now's your chance to win some of these uh, at 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. All right, let's go to Jose in Dade City. You ready, Jose? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here's uh, Chunks. All right, Jose. 
What was the NES known as in Japan? Uh, the Ultra, the Genesis, the Famicom, or the Dolphin? Famicom? That is also correct. Nice. Wow. I, I, I would have guessed Ultra. Here's the thing. I haven't known any of these. I didn't know that one. That's the only one I haven't known so far. I would have just known it because Chunks couldn't pronounce it. <laughs> Did you come up with these? Uh, I found the uh, questions and facts online, so I just kind of... Cut and pasted? Yeah, put together. Good. Different questions. Because I don't trust you on your yeah, own knowledge. I wanted to make sure that you... No, yeah, to... I know the, fa- the facts are all correct because I'm too stupid. I remember somebody told me this when we were in the third grade, so I got it. I know it's right. Billy. Billy Wonderson. All right, let's go on to uh, Nick in Orlando. You next up. You ready, Nick? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here's uh, Chunks. Chunks Nintendo Challenge. (laughs) All right, Nick. Who was Mario named after? Was it A, Nintendo's landlord, B, Nintendo's lawyer, C, Nintendo's plumber, or D, Nintendo's founder? Uh, that would be, uh, D. The lawyer? Yes. No, I'm sorry, it's incorrect. Plumber? Nope. A. Yes, the landlord. What do you mean, the guy who owned the building? Yep. Get the hell out. Nope. You can imagine that they're working there, they're trying to create a game, and they... They have guys named Mario in Japan? I guess. Italian guy, maybe. And what is Mario? Is he Italian? Yeah, he's Italian. of course he's Italian. Uh, Mar- Mario and Luigi. Yeah. I didn't pay attention. With a mustache like that? Of course he's Italian. Why is he dating that blonde chick? I thought you guys liked him hairier. Oh, you don't know what she looks like with that dress off. I'm sure it's 80s all the way. Oh. At least downstairs. 70s. <laughs> pits unshaven. You guys prefer that, don't y'all, Chunks? Unshaven pits? It's not that we prefer it. It just grows in too quickly to shave. I heard that they braid the armpits down to the other part and just connect them that way. That that <laughs> then they look like demolition. That's <laughs> only like a big chain. <laughs> That's only true in Sicilian. Isn't oh. that what you are? Yeah. Damn. I can only just imagine uh, what your sister and mom got going on underneath their arms. Cybers. Dreadlocks. What, Matt? Huh? What was that? I didn't say anything. Let's go to Jerry uh, Curl. uh, Phil and Deltona. Activator everywhere. (laughs) Hey, brother, you ready? Yeah, man. Congratulations on the rating. Appreciate it. Here we go. All right. In what game did Mario make his second appearance, appearance, his first being called Mario? Was it Mario Brothers, Pinball, Super Mario Brothers, or Donkey Kong Jr.? Mario Brothers. I'm sorry. Donkey, Donkey Kong? Kong. Yeah, it's Donkey Kong. Yeah. I knew it. That's what he's he's the one jumping over the barrels, going up to save the princess. I like how they just had one. Do you like her when there's just one returning uh, reoccurring character all the way through? <laughs> he was in everything. Doctor Mario, Mario Kart. Well, when you get a franchise like a Italian plumber. Oh yeah, you got to milk it for what it's worth. <laughs> That's not stereotypical. Maybe we make Chunks go dressed out one day as Mario. <laughs> How about that, Chunks? Because you could probably grow a mustache, yeah, can't you? Yeah, I think that's all I need to do. I got the weight, and I just need a red hat. And I got his perfect long Red overalls, face. hat, and a plunger. And a blue shirt. I think uh, the wrestler, Lou Albano, or whatever, did it. All right, here's what I want. I want Mario running around at our live broadcast from Premier Adult Factory Hot Lab. <laughs> but instead of a plunger, a dildo. And you're sitting there eating mushrooms, trying to get bigger. 
Is Mac going to be throwing I, is that a, Is that a drug thing? Like a I drug? Think, I imagine so. I mean, all those games had some kind of drug relation to it. Like uh, Bubble Bobble seems very druggy. And then he, when he gets really saucy, he, he, he uh, starts shooting flames. I forgot about that. Yeah, this seems like there's always kind of some sort of hidden... Like, even in the Resident Evil 4... By the way, Chunks, I'm just going to give it back to you. I kind of lost interest in it now. I got bored with it. But you get better by taking the green herb. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so... There, it's just incredibly blatantly obvious. And if you mix it with other herbs, you get even uh, oh, more yeah. whacked out. Then you get, like, the uh, the hybrid. Right. Let's go to Taylor in Orlando. You ready? Yeah. All right, here's Chunks' game show. The Chunks Nintendo Challenge. All right, Taylor. Which system was Mario Brothers, uh, the first game with Mario's name in the title, released for first? This is the Atari 2600, the, the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System, the Commodore, or the Atari 7800? Uh, Nintendo? Oh, I'm sorry. Atari 78? Uh-huh. Nope. Actually, it was the 2600. Hmm. The Atari 2600? Oh, wow. I used to have a Commodore 64. Did you? Yeah, and my friends were always busting down my door. That was the ad. It was awful. And it was a crap computer. Yeah, it was released in 1983. Alright, when was the first, very first video game ever made? 70s, right? Oh, I think it was in the late 60s. At Atronicon, I know you probably saw it. I don't know if you saw the one that looked like it was from outer space or from Star Trek. It had the weird molding around it. That was the very first video game. I think it's Space, space Hunter. I thought Pong was the first one. No, that was the first successful one. Hmm. Look at you. You know all about video games, don't you? Somewhat. Yeah, I mean, is there's that, a lot to know. Is that your... Oh, so is that you bragging now? No, I'm just saying. You know, I know a thing or two. Is that your hobby instead of Poontang? Yeah, well, you know, but now they have the chicks. They have, the, like, the real realistic-looking chicks, like on God of War. So, I mean, you pretty much, you know, just rub one out to that. Do you find pinball boring, or do you actually like that? Pinball? Yeah. I, I, I still consider that sort of a video game, even though yeah. there's no video to it. Even though you can't play it at home, either. Oh, yeah, you got it on your computer. Unless you're rich. Yeah, it's not the same. Have you ever... Remember when somebody gave us the Kung Fu? Mm-hmm. Uh, Monkey Man, back in D.C., gave us a Kung Fu, like, actual arcade video game. And we had it in the building, and everybody hated us for it. It just took up space. It was so huge. Yeah, uh, so stupid. Uh, Jeff and Lake Placid, are you ready for the game show? Yeah. Alright, here we go. Here's the chunks. What was Mario known as in his first appearance in a video game? Is it plum- what, was what? what was Mario known as in his first appearance in a video game? Was the plumber. It- you want me to read them off? Or no? Plumber, yeah. mustache, Mario, or Jumpman? Mustache, Mario. No, just hang up on it. It's Jumpman. It's not plumber <laughs> or mustache. Or Mario. He nailed, He said and all three of them except the right one. It's actually Jumpman. Well, he was trying to listen to his radio at the same time as on the phone. That's impossible. Whenever you call, you have to turn your radio down. Well, you just have one ear that's in current time and one that's 16 seconds delayed. That you always works. Stretch your ears out really far. All right, Brian is our last, uh, last player for the uh, Chunks Nintendo Challenge. Are you ready? Brian? What's up, man? All right, here we go. Alright, I'm going to throw in a, uh, a little loop. I'm going to give a scenario. Okay. This is a scenario of a game. Uh, there will be four choices. Guess the game. Uh, 
Play by yourself and enjoy the pre-made tracks to cruise on and race out other computer bikers trying to set a new record every time. Or build your own tracks and then play them yourself or challenge a friend. Is this game Excite Bike, Super Bike, Super Sprint, or Hang On? Excite Bike. Yes, it is. Yep. Congratulations, man. You are a winner. Didn't you still love making uh, the uh, the impossible jumps where there's like another jump right there and you always hit the end of it? That big uh, platform one? Uh, I never made oh, my yeah. own. Where well, you could fall off of it or mm-hmm. make the huge jump. Making my own always seemed uh, like it was too much work. Oh, it was fun. It was the best part about the game. Nah. The overheating really pissed me off. Yeah, you always have to let up. You can never hold the gas while you're flying through the air or that would make it heat up really quick. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's why I'm taking this course over at Orlando Harley. That's why I play Excite Bike. I'm learning these things. Uh, you, if you would have uh, paid attention to Excite Bike, you wouldn't need the class. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Live on a Tuesday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Um, Hot Heather is here joining us in the Hideout. Mm-hmm. Hot as ever. And, uh, a little disappointed, uh, she's taken now. Get out. Guess she's got a boyfriend, uh, in her life. I don't uh, just show you the door, do I? You know where it's at. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. Go ahead and escort her out, Sean. Hey, does, does, uh, he listen? Uh, not very often, no. no. Oh, you need to get, you need to get him on that. Uh, I was going to say, because, uh, he, I'm sure he'd be, uh, Completely pissed off that you were giving I, us handies during the uh, the last commercial break. Uh, mm-hmm. She can stay. It's oh. all right, Chunk. She can stay. <laughs> I let me ask you this: since you have a newfound boyfriend, as the uh, as a female voice here in the hideout tonight, and I'm I would love to hear from everybody. Do you think that this boyfriend is your soulmate? That's that's hard to say because I've been deceived a couple times before. By soulmate or potential who you thought would be a soulmate? Oh, I love you. Blah, 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 blah. You know, and then it just goes. None of them the, do. They never do. Uh, do, no. do you not love him, or does do you love? How, how long have you been seeing each other? Like, well, we were dating for like two weeks, and then we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, like, going steady now. You exchange yeah, bracelets. Yeah, we're going steady. You know, we have pins and everything. Okay. And, Did he give you your, his Letterman jacket? Not yet. I haven't been upgraded that far. Okay, so how long have you guys been dating or whatever? Like a month. I see. I see. It's it's pretty early on. Yeah. Yeah. All right, now here's a question, and I legitimately wonder. Mm-hmm. I, I just go around the room. All right, do you believe in soulmates? I want to, let's, uh, do you believe in soulmates, Hot Heather? Yes. Oh, you do believe in soulmates? Yes. Gibbs, Fathead, do you believe there's a soulmate out there for you? No, that's a load of crap. <laughs> let's go to Tommy Bateman. Believe in soulmates. Not in the mystical sense, like in the movies, that there's that one person that's picked out for you. But I think that there are definitely levels where there's some people you could be with for the rest of your life, and then there's people you could be with the rest of your life and actually be very happy. Yeah. Chunks. Uh, yeah, I think so. You believe there's soulmates? Yeah. Super I mean, you, Mario. Mi- you might not find the right one, you know, if you get <laughs> married a couple times or something like that, but I think there is one. You just got to keep looking. The Toad Princess? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'd marry her. She was hot. She bent over in the second one. Zelda. <laughs> uh, Matt Albert, do you believe there are soulmates? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> do you one, believe there are mates? Do <laughs> you believe there's soul food? As a 21-year-old version. I just... I've seen too many marriages and 
just relationships break up where it's useless. Do you think it's because that maybe they didn't find the right one? Well, everybody thinks they found the right one. You no one knows. It's just, you know, luck of the draw. It doesn't really matter. Just go with who makes you happy at the moment, and then when it goes away, find somebody else. Oh, you're an epic kid. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, cynical. He's, uh, he's seen a lot of relationships. Never really been in one. Yeah, seen a lot of outsides of on TV. That's where he saw <laughs> in the movies. Never worked. The Winslows on Family Matters. <laughs> they worked. Yeah. They were soulmates. What about uh, freshman to Bel Air? They broke up, didn't they? They had a new mom come in. Yeah. She was hotter too. No, she wasn't. What? Now you just liked her because she was lighter skinned. So. Uh, <laughs> All right, Dubs, do you believe in soulmates? I believe there's a certain person that you get along with better than others, but I don't think there's one person. There's one type of person, probably. Right, but you don't know if there's one specific, like, one out of the six billion people in the world. No, there's a certain percentage, like, that, you know, match up with you as a personality, but it's not soulmate, you know? All right, 407-916-1041, I agree most with Tommy Bateman. I think Tommy and I pretty much share the same vision in that I think there are multiple of... Now, would you say this? Like, does it, is soulmate even have to be about love? Like, in a way, and it's going to sound kind of queer, I think Dubs and I are soulmates. Shut it. <laughs> oh, my shut, God. Shut your fagula mouth. It's not about having sex with each other. It'll come That's later. Just part of it? No. It's about having a relationship or a bond. Handy. No. I don't want to know what kind of glue you want to bond with either. Where are you bonding? Elmer's between the cheeks. Look, I'm just saying, all right, it's possible. Now, do you think that it's possible that, the, like like Tommy says, there are multiple soulmates? So there are multiple people in life that you think that you could probably hook up with and have... Most definitely. ...and be happy with. So if That's you just, what I said. If you just settle with one person, though, do you think that, it is, in a sense, you're just settling and that's kind of part of the problem? I don't think you're settling. I think uh, if you find that type of person that you can get along with forever, it's just like finding that same type of person and uh, you're going to have the same type of feeling. Okay. Uh, yes, Hot Heather. I think it depends on timing, too, like, because people change. So someone that me might be good for you like at one point in your life but if they can't change with you then it doesn't work out that's how it can be deceiving i guess uh but you just have to find someone that can kind of change with you and you can change with and what you're I, telling us is that's that the hard part this new guy isn't that guy yeah <laughs> oh, God. That's what i'm saying. not saying anything you're dropping them like two weeks <laughs> yeah that's the I see, the, I see the relationship not lasting much longer than our live broadcast to Premier Adult on my birthday, February 10th. Why is that? My, just because. Mm. Matt Albert's in town now. There's yeah. a new, That's true. There's, I a have... new, there's a new kid on the block. <laughs> new yeah. side of beef. <laughs> my temptation. A, a large side of beef. Yeah, that's the one you get for free if you eat it all. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get a plaque? And, yeah, yeah you, John Candy. They give you a plaque. They advertise it on uh, billboards. Come and on in. the local paper. Try this. <laughs> LT from Real Rock, uh, someone here in the building. What's going on, LT? What's happening, guys? How are y'all doing tonight? All right, what do you got? Very good. I'm uh, actually siding with you, Hefe, and Heather on this situation. Um, I, being recently engaged to the person that I will be spending the rest of my life with, um, agree in the sense of soulmates. Yes, I do agree that there is supposed to be a mate 
of souls that you are supposed to be with. But I dated a person for four and a half, four and a half years that I thought was that person. And like Heather said, didn't change along with me. And as a result, we grew apart. And then I met the person that I was really supposed to be with. But I don't think that we're necessarily soulmates. No, no. Well, see, now, do you feel like maybe you should not do it then and maybe go find your soulmate? No, because I thought I had one at one point. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, maybe, like, maybe you did, and they're just multiples. Why settle for someone in the pool of potential soulmates that isn't a soulmate? <laughs> true, true. Matt, I mean, Albert, I, Matt Albert has a question. Are okay. You, are you dating the Marlboro Man? Oh, come no. on. Be nice. Easy. I'm in radio, man. Yeah. I get paid to use this voice. She works right down She's the hall. She's the wolf, man. That's who Stop she is. Stop already. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, trust me, man. I, <laughs> you'd be, if he knew, he would be yeah. different because he's making obscene remarks in the office was, earlier yeah. on. Cause, uh, definitely the first time that I've heard that one, by the way. Yeah. So good job, Matt Albert. Um, but, no, I see, I think, and is this the guy that was actually that you, when we all went out to Halloween Horror Nights? Yes. Right, that is my fiance. All right, let me, can I tell you something? Uh, we're honest here on Real Radio. Can I say uh-huh. something? Uh huh. A little annoying. I think you could do better. <laughs> he was completely wasted. I that think night. Uh, LT. I think you could do better, sweetie. I think you. Oh, you I God. think you break it off. I have a I have a name for you. You just throw this around in your head and uh, see if it works out for you. Chunks. Yeah. I <laughs> I say you uh, break it off and then you go into that potential pool of. Uh, of soulmates. Yes, Matt Albert. Coming back from the break, we got Deep Purple. All right. Oh, thank, thank you, LT. Appreciate it. All right, guys. It. Have a good night. See you. See, see you, sweetie. She works. You, here's the problem. You don't realize you're going to make fun of her to her face if I have and, to. And if you were prove the point, if you're really, right. if you're uh, really correct, you would say, "Is your boyfriend cool with a K?" <laughs> Matt would with the EU, <laughs> K E W L. Right. Matt would even drive to her house to make fun. Oh, no, oh, no he wouldn't. Uh, Matt, Mike and Sanford, you're in the high on Road Radio. What do you got, Mike? Uh, I just wanted to agree with your female buddy there's perspective on this whole situation. I personally think the soulmate notion is a crock. All right. Now, have you, like, are you a little scorned in your life, in your relationship? Or have you been, have you been um, let down one too many times? Um, I, I've had some bad experiences before. I, I feel if the person cannot grow and change with you, it's only temporary. No, I do agree with I can I wholeheartedly trust me more than you will ever know. I completely agree with that aspect of it. If they cannot change with you, then that is a major issue. And here's another big thing: when I think when it just comes to relationships, period, you can't get into a relationship like when you're looking for soulmates or someone who's a soulmate. You're looking for a relationship. I don't think, like, let's say you have four things you're looking for, or five, or whatever it is. You can't go for three, like, go for someone who only has three out of the five, or four out of the five. Mm-hmm. I, you, because then you're always going to try to change them to have five for five or four for four of the items that you're looking for in life. So you're saying meat, meatloaf is wrong. Two out of three is bad. Yes. It has to be a perfect thousand. Now, it doesn't mean you can't be in the relationship with them, but you got to realize in order for it to work, you're going to try to change them. And I don't think you should go into a relationship wanting to change the other person because that's not good. What if you're into that? What if you like them put a da- diaper on and then you change them? That's something completely different. I don't think so. I think it's exactly the same. It's the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. All right, so now that we've established... The degree of believing in soulmates. Uh, I want to explain these eye-gazing parties to you and let you hear about them and see what you think. 
It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Half and dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 104.1. If you have a singular wireless phone. Talking soulmates. And love. Aww. It was interesting mm. to get the perspective of... Uh, Gibbs, why do you think soulmates are a crock? You're pretty young. I mean, you 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 don't seem like you've been around long enough to be jaded. No, I just think it's kind of more like what, you know, you and Tommy were saying. It's more, not like a, in the mystical sense, but, you know, I'm sure there, there are people who are more compatible with you than others. And If you're stupid enough to fall in love, you're stupid enough to get a tattoo on your forearm. Yeah, I noticed you have a tattoo on your forearm, don't you? No. What does it say? Nothing. <laughs> what does it say? The Hideout is the greatest <laughs> show on radio today. All right, just because you could fit that whole thing on your forehead doesn't mean that's on your forearm. It says music is not a fashion, which it is not. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought it said I'm built like a Pez dispenser. <laughs> Every time he shakes his head, a candy falls out of his neck. Um. All right. So now, all right. But here's the thing about the soulmates thing. With a daffy duck mask for every tone. Elmer Fudd. Gibbs has a, a very enlarged head. At the least, like a Kurt Angle head on a um. Kate Moss body. <laughs> That's why the neighbors call me Kurt. I had no idea why they were calling me that. So I hate him. Now, regard <laughs> regardless of what you think about soulmates, well, here's what's so funny. Everyone is looking for them, even if you don't believe in them. You're hoping. You're holding out the hope. Well, here's a new thing, apparently, that folks are doing to try to find their soulmate. Just go. This is the story. This came out, I guess, Tampa Bay 10. Our top of the morning video is taking up to New York, taking us up to New York City. All right, that's where some singles are trying the newest fad in dating, okay? It's called eye-gazing. It's going to be really weird for about <laughs> 30 seconds. Instead of talking, these couples are allowing their eyes to do all the talking, like saying, mm -hmm. you're a dork. You sit across from someone else and then gaze into the stranger's eyes for three minutes. Theoretically, you can find out if the person is your soulmate, because you can always find a soulmate in three minutes, right? Michael Ellsberg dreamed up eye-gazing because he was sick of bad dating conversations. Yeah, that does kill the, uh, the vibe sometimes. For more information on eye-gazing, we have a link on our website. You just have to stare into the webpage by just going to timeforbase10.com and clicking on this morning around the bay. So I take it you would not try this? I mean, come on. You have to have a conversation when you talk to somebody. So that's the whole key thing. I mean, if they, oh, yeah, looks will wear off. If you can't talk, then what do you have? I don't know. You're just like you. You know, you're uh, 50, 80 years old and be staring at each other? Yeah, uh, yes, possibly. All right, so that was from Tampa Bay 10. Oh, so the, I'm glad we don't get that station. So the new fad is going to parties. And you know how I remember speed dating? Mm -hmm. was, uh, you know, the it thing for a while. I guess you have two minutes to try to get to know someone. Now it's this eye-gazing. And you literally are sitting there for three minutes just staring into each other's eyes. Like a serial killer. Now, I don't think you talk. I guess you don't talk, do you? No, you just sit there looking at each other. Yes. You know... Talking to someone and looking them in the eye is a good thing. But sitting there, across, 
Matt Albert, just sit, just sit here and stare at me. All right, I got a better idea. Now, I want to do something. I want to okay. do an experiment. All right, hi, Heather is here. Hi, Heather, I will give you... Do we have six minutes? Okay. okay. Oh, my God. Where she can stare into Deuce Childerone, who is here, his eyes, and then she can also stare into Matt Albert's eyes. I want to try it. I want to try the eye gazing in here. What do you think? Sure. Go for him first. As long as it's with, you know, like a foot away so he can't reach. And try to touch? Yeah. Well, he can't reach a foot. His, well, his arm's only 12 maybe, inches long. <laughs> what, okay, does he have a velociraptor? Or like lean in or anything. <laughs> yes, douche Joe. Now, I'm surprised that Dubs isn't into this, because aren't you into staring into your girl's eyes? That's during sex. That's when there's something uh, going that's on. That's creepy, but, dude. But, whatever. But two people just sitting in a chair looking at each other's eyes is like an uncomfortable job interview. It is, because if you even look at the video and the two people are just staring at each other of, uh, what's next? And that's someone you probably already have a connection with. I don't make eye contact with people I'm talking to, people I've known for years. I don't know what I would do if I had to stare at a stranger. All right, you're going to do it now with Hot Heather. You pay him $70 to take a cab to leave. (laughs) (laughs) I can see why a guy might have invented something like that, so he wouldn't have to listen to the women talk. Right, that's a good idea, too. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It'd be the cleavage, then, if it was really a guy. Yeah, and he can look at their boobs. And get Painted like it. eyes. I love that. Okay. All right, we'll do both. All right. <laughs> I will. All right, tell you what we'll do, then. I want you to line up. All right. Which one? All right, I say you and Matt first. Hot Heather. And after that, you'll take off your shirt, I'll stare at your breast, you'll stare at my meat sack, and uh, then we'll... Uh, Come on. What the hell? <laughs> what? Shock jock. Thank Just you. Just see if that works out. All right. Turned up the uh, the lights in here. All right. Here's what I want you guys to do. Get close together. Now, you don't have to get real close, super close, but like need, have your almost the knees only a couple inches apart, okay? And they have to do this for three minutes? They have to stare into each other's eyes for three minutes. Ugh, awkward already. Now, don't talk when you do it. I just want you guys to stare. Are you, all right, starting now. So at 9.45, you'll be done. And it, just, just stare. Are they allowed to blink, or does that kind of ruin the moment? They're able to... Don't laugh, don't giggle, and do not take off of each other's eyes. You have to look at each into each other's eyes. So just now they now they can't stop giggling. <laughs> keep, Look, keep looking into the eyes, dude. You know how are you gonna get the connection? It hadn't even been thirty seconds. Wow. Now now that's that's saying something. It hadn't even been a minute yet. This has been the longest forty-five seconds I've ever seen. <laughs> Is it so wrong? I don't. I'm not even gonna say it. I think they need to get closer. No, yeah. they're fine. I don't no, wanna... come on, you guys. Got to keep on looking at each other. No turning your heads. Any thoughts coming through your heads? No. Don't turn your head. They... This is like a really bad staring contest. You guys are supposed to be talking to each other with your eyes, not just staring at each other. Yeah. You're having a conversation. Yeah. Talk about the weather. Think, think of different things and see if you can convey them through your eyes. Yeah. Sports, stock that, market. That's a good thing. Like, what are you thinking about? Take your glasses off.
Facebook. Come on. No one leaves fatty in the corner. <laughs> no one leaves fatty in the corner. <laughs> Keep on looking, Matt. I can't see her. This is the slowest progressing interracial porn I've ever seen. <laughs> Keep on looking. You got one more minute left. What are you guys talking about? I think I saw this in a Peter Jackson movie. If they're talking with her eyes, shouldn't hers be closed in, in horror? <laughs> We're just saying no, please no. <laughs> no means no. I we gotta find one of these in town. I rape. <laughs> we gotta find one of these in town and send Matt to it. Eye gazing party. Somehow we could send a blind guy with him. The blind guy would get more action. <laughs> Keep on looking. Uh, you guys are awful. Yeah, I can't this is a bad date. I have like five minutes. I have a feeling that Matt has trouble doing most things for longer than three minutes. Not pooping. <laughs> True. I like now he can turn his head to the mic when he has to look away from the girl. All right, coming up on five yeah, just, seconds. He hasn't talked into the mic since he's been here. And now all of a sudden he's going to get right on top of it. <laughs> and time. Yay. Yay. How was that? He I, just seems so angry. All I said was anger. Is that what you saw in his eyes? Yeah, anger. That's it. That's how I usually look. <laughs> I don't A think... lot of squinting and anger. Well, I couldn't <laughs> see. I... Dude, she was literally less than three feet away from you. I, that's how bad my eyes are. Well, then how are you ever going to find your soulmate if your eyes are that bad? Uh, I'm not. Are you convinced you never find love? I'll find a hooker every once in a while. We're not alone. There's a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> you, you spend 70 bucks on a oh. cab. That could have gotten you at least a handy. Yeah, there were 60 over at the massage parlor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the right. Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Have you ever tried internet dating, Dubs? Uh, no. Yeah, because you've been with your chick for so long, and it's mm-hmm. really kind of just become acceptable. Yeah, before it was creepy. Now but it's kind of everybody does it. That's where uh, my sister met her husband. That was on when the com- net. that was when computers. That was 1996. And they had just come out. Mm-hmm. Anyone else here do the internet dating thing? Obviously not. A lot of internet porn. Yeah. You guys never have uh, created a profile or. Uh, yeah, I, I created a profile once, but that was just a mess of people in chat rooms. Uh-huh. And just say what to them? I don't know. This was years ago. I think I pretended to be a girl. <laughs> Who doesn't do that? Come on. I can't deny. Yeah, Dubs does, does it all the time. Dubs is gay, man. I yeah. do that, I do that now. All right, anybody go on a blind date? Yes. I've been on blind dates. One that you set me up on, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry about that. That was the worst date of my life. And the mom went along. Yeah. Oops. I had to pay for dinner for both of them. I guess I, I guess I owe you for that one. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't good. No. I got another chick though. I want you to meet. No. Because <laughs> I know you're gonna show up on my front doorstep with a wig on. Hi, I'm Joma. <laughs> ever uh, <laughs> ever uh, date a coworker? No. Yes. Yeah. All right. How'd that work? 
bad. How, how so? Like, what happened? Uh, Give me a scenario. How did you guys meet? What happened, hi, Heather? At work. No, we, we didn't really date. Um, just like bang? Freezer action? No. <laughs> no freezer action. <laughs> no, we just, like, had the same friends and hung out a lot and, you know, stuff. I, I figure and coworkers got to be hard uh, to maintain. That one was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get the death look, like, every day after that. The real problem, I think, with dating someone that you work with is you have to see them all day long. Mm. Yeah. You know, work and pleasure, not together. So imagine if you lived with them work and with then the... saw them all day. Oh, it'd be hell. I, you just never really got to. And then had to sleep in the same bed and share the same bathroom. Like Sometimes a... the same car. And then, Aren't you describing you and Matt's relationship? He's got his own car. Yeah. I don't drive it, but. I still got it. I, I figure that the dating someone at work. Right, Tommy? Wouldn't you figure that would just be hell? I can't imagine it being very fun. The only good part is if, if like, you know, you have a bad day, they actually know who you're talking about, so you don't have to explain everything in depth. That is an added bonus. Now, Chunks, say you met someone at work. I did. Who? Uh, remember, it was one of the fat mans at Ruby's. Oh. I dated one of the chicks I work with. Now, did you, you? But you didn't live with them. No. Imagine dating and living with someone that you worked with. Yeah, that would have been hell. Hell or heaven? Uh, it would have been hell. Now, what would be the worst part about it? Mm. What if they were your soulmate? I I don't know. She ended up uh, cheating on me, so didn't really work out too well. But you didn't live with her. No, but I think... Put yourself in that situation. I think so. If I would have done that, uh, I don't know. It would have been fun. I fun? Guess. Yeah. How so? Uh, well, what would have been the best part about it? You get cheaper rent. I got a question I got a question for Tommy. What about dating a co-worker's girlfriend? Or at least a chick that was coming down to bang that co-worker? It doesn't turn out... Well, yeah, Tommy, there was this, when we were up in D.C. Hey, I think it's time to break now. There was this uh, chick that was coming down to hang out with someone I else. I hate you, Matt. Who did the show. <laughs> what? I didn't do anything. And then, uh... Five hours. And then Tommy ended up banging her for five hours. Knock nice the session. bottom out. What was that, a little quickie? Shut no, up. it was the Wonder Years. Winnie Cooper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so Chunks, though, you don't think that worked out real well? Uh, No. I don't think so. All right, let's now, say you were. I think I'm probably pretty difficult to live with. All right, let's pick one person here in the building. Oh. No, like no, like chunks. If you were gonna date someone here in the building, who would you date? Catherine Brown. That's a good one. I agree. I, well, someone's not your be, boss. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, Just uh, hypothetically, say you're with Erica. Our promotions lady. Now yeah, I hate her. She's <laughs> what? Why would you hate the promotions guy? She spit in my face. Come on, you gotta let those things go. Yeah. It was so long ago. Yeah, it was. Could you imagine that though? Someone, because you work very closely with promotions. Yeah. And that's someone you encounter every day, and yeah. then having to go home and live with them. Yeah, that'd be crazy. She's a. Uh... She's kind of hot, so I don't, you know, it'd be weird. Kind of. Couldn't imagine it. She has her days. <laughs> I don't know. I just figured dating a coworker would just be awful. I'm a classmate. 
You ever date a classmate before? Uh, I think I, I guess most of us did in high school. Yeah, high school that happens. Now, any like a legitimate dating of someone that you met in a bar, does that ever happen? Like yeah. a bar fly, someone you pick up uh, either dancing in a club or something like that? Uh, that's actually how I met my girlfriend uh, over at one of our station events. She was there for a concert, and uh, we met there. And we ended up going for a couple dates after that. We exchanged numbers at the place. And, uh, uh, and look at you guys, your soulmates. Five years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Feeling weighted down a little bit? Always. Before her, I was weighted down. Yeah, before you even got asked, mm-hmm. you could just feel the pressure of women. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's from your mom and your sisters or what. Oh. But you just know they're going to be a burden. Heavy flows. That's because <laughs> his sister was sitting on him, so he really felt the pressure. <laughs> when you think about it, too, you know, that's essentially what you're looking... like. You know, as a kid, you're so excited about meeting chicks and mm-hmm. doing the whole thing and, you know, having sex and, you know, everything that is supposed to be fun about life. But then all you got to do is look at your dad and see how your dad, like, is. Just drinking whiskey right from the bottle. Right. Not showing up. Oh, wait, that's just mine. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know what I mean? And, like, best case scenario, you're going to end up with dad. Or more than likely, you're going to end up like your dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. A postman? <laughs> <laughs> he delivers. Not, uh, you know. Not child, child support? support or... All right, let me ask you this. Or you got lost in the mail. All right, th- <laughs> Dubs, what are you doing for uh, Valentine's? No plans. Are we on the air that night? I think we are. It's like a Tuesday night, isn't Probably, it? Probably, yeah. I. Is it too early? Like, if let's say you're dating, like, you're going to be with somebody for like a month, Hot Heather. Yes. Are, are you guys going to celebrate Valentine's Day together, or is that too big a commitment? I've always hated Valentine's Day, even when I had boyfriends. I was like, just give me a card. That's it. You don't even have to do that. Don't go out. I usually, I usually uh, do one better, because the little uh, I love you candies already have a card on it from you. <laughs> so I just sign that over and say, hey. You enjoy. Have you ever done anything for Valentine's Day? Yeah, we'll go out for dinner or something, but it always ends up being a pain in the ass, so we try not to put pressure on it. Yeah. Or does anyone? Because I'm hearing that a lot from like our generation. Does anybody even do this Valentine's Day thing anymore? I am. You are. This year will be my first year celebrating it. And what are you guys gonna do? We're gonna go to Six Flags huh? in Atlanta for oh. the weekend. Sounds oh. romantic. Oh, that that actually sounds like it's fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. I think if you're gonna do something special for someone, you should just do it like uh, like on a random day. You know, just pick out a day, do well, something special. Now you know we probably got free tickets, and that's why it's taking you, right? No, uh, we got she two, paid two nights stay, but we're gonna get tickets when we get up there. I don't know who's paying for them, but not him. No, he probably would. I I just wonder when it's too soon, and then like because I got a little survey about what the chicks want for Valentine's Day. It's the Hideout One, Road two Radio. Combo. <laughs> Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 1041 Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. All right, let me go over these things real fast, and I want to get the Deuce Chill story that he was telling us during the break. All right, um, 12% of chicks want perfume for Valentine's Day, 32% flowers, 10% chocolates, 37% jewelry, and you know by jewelry they want wedding rings or engagement rings. 4% a sex toy. 
and 15%. Wow, really? You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. 15% admit that they don't are uh, say they don't want any gift at all. She not getting your chick anything, Dubs? I don't know. Repeat I'll, from I'll find out on the 13th. <laughs> what are we doing? Do I need to go to Costco? We'll get you a nice cheese platter. Deuce Joe, what happened to you uh, today? Well, today was a very interesting day. As you guys know, well, I do very well for myself here, but because I have extra time, I've been looking for uh, for another job. So You say that. No. <laughs> Bro, I'm sorry. Uh, here's, what, here's what he wrote for me. Here, here, here's what Matt wrote for me. Tommy's chicks ask for a restraining order. <laughs> that wasn't me, dude. That was all on your big friend there, Matt. All right, so what were you going to say? What were you saying, dude? Okay. So because I have some extra time, I was looking for another job. Okay. So I was on the Internet, and it's one of those. It's a job-finding website. I'm not going to name which one. Craigslist. Never heard of it. <laughs> what is that? Craigslist.org? Yeah. What is that? Is that a job thing? Yeah, it's everything. Oh, well, so I, I call the number, and they set me up an interview. I have my specific day and my specific time. I think something's going on, you know. Okay, got my little interview. Well, I show up to the place, and the lobby is What full. kind of job is it? It's for a... Um, Just a roundabout. Whatever. An ad, it's an ad agency, let's say. Okay. I'm more qualified than you. They should call me. You probably are. Never mind. I take it back. <laughs> uh, yeah, call Tommy. Um, so I get in the in the lobby, and there's it's a full lobby. You know, mm-hmm. it's this tiny little lobby, and there's people in there left and right. And I'm thinking to myself initially, you know, how are we all... And everyone that's walking in, I'm hearing the receptionist say, oh, are you for the uh, 2.30 appointment? And I'm like, that's odd. That's when Everybody's my- for 2.30 then. Right. That's when mine was. So all these people are here, and people are going in and coming out in three minutes, going in and coming out. So already I'm skeptical of what's going on. Then it's my turn. They call me in there. You know, it's a smooth-talking guy. <laughs> he sits me down, and he just we start talking, and then he throws this. Uh, you know, they're, they make you feel like you're the... Like, Why do they call you douche chill? You want to be famous, don't you? Take your clothes <laughs> off. No. Coco, do it. Do it, Coco. That's right. Now the left one. Now the left one. Now the left one. Tease it a little. Tease it. Don't be afraid. All right. All right, so that was actually audio from Douche Chill's interview. (laughs) Just sobbing into his fat eyebrows. Okay, so you're... Wiping his tears away with his forearm hair. Everybody's there for the 2.30 appointment. Yeah, everyone's there for the 2.30... (laughs) I don't even know what you guys are laughing at. (laughs) You wiping away tears with your forearm hair? That's so funny. All right. So... (laughs) All right, so I finally make my... I finally make my way into the little office. Okay. You know, it's one-on-one. We're basically doing the eye-staring thing because we're only a couple feet apart. You know, he's staring at me, giving the speech. And, you know, everything I say, oh, you know, I'm amazing. Yeah, like uh, just over... Right. I could have told him, you know, that I you know, I just got done, you know, you're... Oh, you did? You know, good job. Anything I said was amazing. We like that. So, How come it's not amazing on this show? I don't know. So I wish I could make that noise one time about you. Oh, wow. No. This is so interesting. <laughs> so 
Finally, he gets through. He, he he explains what they do, what I'd be doing, and he's like, you know, as you can see, there's a lot of people coming through here, but only some people get invited back. We're in. You. you uh, how long? Back. How long has he talked to you at this he, point? You know, five. Not even. No way. Ten minutes. But over five. So they're, they're really digging the five minutes they're spending with you. Yeah, and, and we weren't even really talking about it as much as what I did. We were talking about everything but the job. What were you guys talking about? We we're actually talking gay dog. porn. Dogs. Uh, Odd man out game. Hey, mom, <laughs> foreskin. I'm glad that one got talked over. Um, hey, mom, come clean my foreskin. And that time it didn't. So, so he says we'd be interested in, in having me come back. So I'm thinking, all right. But then it turns out they want me to. The next time I come back, it's an all-day event. But you're gonna be sore. But there is a plus, I'm told. Get the ice. Here's what I'm told. If it doesn't work out, don't worry about it. Lunch is on them. So they want you to come back and work all day for a box lunch. I guess. It's probably ramen noodles. No, you're the lunch. But does that seem weird to anyone else? I'm the game. You're spreading mayonnaise all over you. I love nuts. Uh, you better, ass. boy. You better. You better. I'm open to take it. Your ass comes with a towel. These things ain't salted. <laughs> your back's a face towel. Now, what was your question, Deuce Chill? Does that seem weird to anyone else? Oh, what's so weird? That they wanted you to work for eight hours for free? Are you working? Or are you hey, it's a lunch. Deal? I don't know what it was. Nothing was mentioned of anything except for they wanted me to come back. I like those big pickles. Oh, is that what you're having for lunch? Is that what I like you requested? those big pickles. I sure hope so. I want to see the carrot penis. <laughs> you're a veg. <laughs> is this you? Is this? Was that you discussing what you wanted in your lunchbox whenever you came back? Don't the pull day? on my back hair. <laughs> so anyway, riding him like a bronco. What's the problem? Well, the problem is, is. Why should I go back to someplace and and give them a whole day for a lunch? Well, do you want the job? They haven't mentioned the job. Oh, they're, talking off. To, they're talking to me about lunch. I know more about the lunch than anything else. And what are you guys having? I don't know, but it's free. That's all I know. Free lunch. I did you at least ask what it is or what's going I on? I tried to. I kept going back to the lunch. Don't worry about it. Lunch is on us. If it were inches, I'd have been all over that. What would you like for there to be in the lunch? I fall back on Dubs's junk. <laughs> Is there anything in particular you'd like for lunch that maybe would draw you back to work for free for eight hours? I love penis. That's what you would like? No. I love penis. <laughs> so did, would you like that wrapped or... I would much rather have it on my face than my junk. Okay, look. I can't conduct an interview with you if this is all you're going to say. I'm open to take it. The job? I'll slide down the pole and everything. Okay, that's not actually involved with what but we're going to do I'm here glad in the company. I'm glad you're willing to do that. Maybe I'm ready to take on dudes. Hey, whatever. Why don't we all take our shirts off? Idea man. I like that. Mm -hmm. so I was always a big fan of uh, teabagging. Oh, oh, <laughs> Who is right. it? So, did you even ask what the job would be? We briefly got into that, but again, there wasn't much focus of it. The more focus was right. coming on back. When you're doing the interview and they're going over your uh, resume, what was their biggest thing of, ooh, that I said? Uh, your storytelling skills? Is yeah. that what you said? I know they, what Beefeater is. 
I actually told him I know Dro, and that was the ooh. Because he read the article. Huh? Crickets. Hmm? I look like a guy who's full of estrogen. What did you say? Oh, what did you ask? I don't even... Re- oh, I, that's the thing. I don't remember the interview. All I remember is this free <laughs> well, lunch. It's like a rape. You went home and curled up in the shower afterwards. Right when I got in my car, I knew something was wrong. Yeah, something's wrong here. Are you going to go back? My stool don't feel right. If I went back... <laughs> walking kind of funny. If I were to go back... Why I would, are my underwear stained? All right. I would take my own car. My, what do you mean? You my shirt's sticking to my stomach. What's going on here? <laughs> I'm the queen. <laughs> what do you? My hair is all matted. What do you mean you would take your own? You didn't drive your own car. I did. What I mean is, if they wanted to take me for the next day, and they're like, "Oh, come in my car," I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I'm open to take it. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's okay, Jerome. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. I'm having a blast tonight on a yeah. Thursday night. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. I got the giggles tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, when lines like wipe your tears away with your forearm hair being thrown out. My forearms aren't even that hairy. <laughs> they are Robin Williams. <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons over there. Are you having a big dent on the top of this? <laughs> so, Douche Chill, are you going to be going back to the uh, second interview or no? I'm not sure yet. I'm really not. I actually called back and I talked to someone else. I was like, all right, what's going on here? What'd they say? Mm, free lunch. <laughs> hey, they're just pushing that lunch thing. They're probably a restaurant in reality. They're trying to sell food. <laughs> it's like a taste testing thing. Brian in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Brian? Hey, I know exactly what he's going to be doing. What? Okay. What's that? I did it for a year and a half, personally. You're going to, it's pretty much, it's an advertising agency, right? Am I allowed to say the name? No, no don't say the name. Okay. Well, pretty much, you're either going to be going uh, either business to business or residential, door to door, and pretty much they do advertising for, like, uh, like restaurants. Um, <laughs> they do... Yeah, I, I, know, I know what they work with. I didn't want to get into that, so you can leave yeah. that part out. But yeah, you're pretty much going to be going door to door for eight hours. But the thing is, I mean, honestly, if I were you, just let you know, just go on an interview and at lunch order as much food as you want, and then say this isn't for you, and they'll take you back. Oh wow! And say what? They say that it isn't for you, and then that they'll uh, they'll take you to back wherever yeah. you want to just go. Go there. You'll 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 be out for a couple hours. Have a free lunch. It's on them. And it's actually coming to the person that's interviewing yeah. you. It's coming out of their personal This is the pocket. guy who interviewed me. He wants you to go back and get lunch. No, no, no. It, it comes out of their personal pocket. I did this for a year and a half personally. Pretty much the person that's going to take you on the interview, now, they're going to be like, hey, this is so-and-so, our top salesperson, whatever. Uh, and you, did you make a lot of money, Brian? Is this some kind of like... Well, uh, I mean, you can make good money. I mean, I've seen guys, I mean, you can make like anywhere from nothing to 100 bucks a day. You know what this sounds like to me, buddy? Uh, yeah. Those, uh, Ooh, 100 bucks a day. You work in radio. Shut so up. It, it feels like one of those pyramid schemes, you know? It, the whole thing, this is what we were talking about the other day about what does America do. Here's Deuce Joe. He has a college degree from a university, and he's literally got his college degree to go walk door to door to hand out coupons. 
with a free lunch. <laughs> That's where he's at right now. That's what your great American education has gotten you. Do you like chicken? Of course you do. Here's a free sample of Chick-fil-A. We would like it if you would stop in our store. Would you like to sign up for Columbia Clearinghouse? <laughs> Twelve for a penny. Do you have dreams? <laughs> I don't. And I'm just glad on the application. I didn't. I didn't. The other thing was, is I left so much blank on the application because I, I was skeptical of it in the first place. They didn't even question that. Like what orientation? <laughs> Where's the buy section? <laughs> Can I'll I just check right in the middle? Yeah. Or do I just hit both of them? <laughs> check right in the middle. You flamer. <laughs> it should lean more toward uh, dudes. That's do you like dudes. <laughs> you think you'd be going around selling Bibles? No. <laughs> Would you do that? No. Why not? I love Jesus. Just going around <laughs> saying that. No. Selling pork. <laughs> you're, you're walking around with boxes of beef. I heard it's good. And we're never really had it. From what I hear, it's top grade. I can't have the other yeah. white meat, but that mean that doesn't mean you can't. Alright, Deuce Chill, what's next for you then? Are you on the job hunt? Well, like I said, you know, it's all my bills are paid by this job, but I'd like <laughs> Really? With my extra time, I figure I want I want to stay busy. Do you live in a tent? <laughs> well, you and Uncle Rico have that uh, door-to-door thing going. <laughs> yeah, why don't you just take the Tupperware outside and drive right over it? <laughs> Come on, Kip. Dang it. <laughs> you look like a strong pup there. When's, Try to bend it. When's La Fonda coming down? Make sure you tell them they get the free model boat. Dang it. Just I want that away. boat. <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> so what are you looking for? If you wanted to get into anything else, Deuce Chill, as far as like making money, what skills do you have? Numbtruck skills, <laughs> computer hacking skills. Pretty much my favorite animal. Yeah, that's your best impression. I know. It, it's it's almost dead on. Because Dubs has uh, Napoleon Dynamite mouth. Mm-hmm. You look at his mouth, it's Napoleon Dynamite mouth. That's like the one role I think... Pretty confidently, I could have played in the movie and made work. Maybe like Dove, you, Dove, you can turn the voice off now. Camera's off. Crickets. Mm. <laughs> Are you going to vote for Summer? <laughs> no. that, I hate that movie, by the way. I don't think I laughed once. Get the hell out of here. Get out now. Seriously, you have no uh, idea what's funny. If you didn't laugh at that movie... Going by this conversation, I can tell. <laughs> Why don't you do a little dance for us? <laughs> Get up and do a little dance. Me? Yeah. The Napoleon Dynamite dance? Just any little dance. (laughs) I could have been the star. Is that where you're yelling at the interview? (laughs) Make me one. You have to be a fluffer before you're a star. (laughs) David. So uncomfortable. <laughs> so you got invited back for a free lunch. Yeah. 
right, Deuce Chill, what, can, can the hideout help you get a job? Do you want us to try to put something out there for you? What are you looking to do? Maybe someone out there uh, has something for you. Let's post your resume on the hideout page on RoadRadio.fm. Maybe somebody. I would, would, except for it's such a good resume. I don't want anyone stealing my uh, lines. Give me one of the lines off of it. I really, my resume is way better than I am. Like, if you didn't know me and you got my resume, you got something good coming to you. Can it. you bring it in? No. Do you have it on your email or something so we can see it? I won't give out any info. I'll, I'll bring it in tomorrow if you want to see it. Do you have it on your email? You can print it out. You could even black out what you don't want us to say. I just want to take a look at it. I don't have it on my email, though. He's lying. No, it's only sent out. Like, then it's in your sent box. Or your outbox. You think the attachments are? I've, I'm not yeah, giving you that tonight. I need to black out the stuff you can't see. Tommy already knows where you live, and he has your mom's address. No, he only knows where my mother lives. And your last name. And your license Oh, not the last name. I know yours still. I don't care, though. All right, Deuce Joe. We're trying to find you a job, but apparently you're not interested. I want to know what he's looking to do, though, other than radio. Touch little kids. Well, you know, the problem is, is I don't know exactly because radio didn't work exactly like I thought. What do you think? You were going to be a big, bad uh, talk show host? I, I don't mean it that way. It's just I think that radio doesn't work what you think it is before you get in the building. Oh, that's so true. I could tell anybody that now. Yeah. So what I mean is, you know, I, there's so many things I could look at and say, well, I might want to do that, but in reality... Gibbs, what do you think? What do you want to be? You're also looking for a job. I saw you looking for a job when we were in the office and you are supposed to be prepping. Did you get fired? Yeah, he got fired and the idiot doesn't even bring it up on air. After the show Friday, he's like, oh, yeah, I got fired. For uh, what you said on the air? Kind of, kind of not. <laughs> what did he say? All right, so Gibbs... Was talking about the place that he worked, and then he he started trashing their product, not like, the product or the people. Yeah, the Sorry. boss is an idiot. I, All right, behave. He's more freaking. Uh, nah. All right, so you ended up getting. Did he hear that? Yeah, I guess they were playing it in the kitchen, and because <laughs> and it you sucks because they didn't listen to the show, and then I told them about the show, and they're all like, "Oh, that's cool, we're gonna listen." And then I guess they were listening on the wrong night. You never tell anyone you're on this show. Mm-hmm. I haven't even told my family what station this well, thing is on. Well, I, I never even mentioned I was on the show. Like I just kind of like I was like, "Hey, you guys should listen to this," and all the Haitian guys thought it was funny. And sweet, <laughs> we're number one with Haitians. That's awesome. <laughs> Haitian kitchen workers. There's a lot of them. But yeah, I think I need that information of that job f- from you, Darone, because uh, I'd sell just about anything right now. Um. All right, so including you, butt. Why did you get fired, though? Uh, was it a number of things? Yeah, it was a number of things. What, what was the kicker? The kicker was that uh, I don't. He was I don't. Know. He just got mad at me for something and yelled at me, and I was like, I yelled back at him and eat me, douche. And then he just kind of he he didn't <laughs> even tell me. So he had somebody else tell me that I was done. You think you're so freaking cool? He had one of his friends break up with you. <laughs> <laughs> you check the no box. So, Gibbs, what are you looking to do? Do you want to see if someone gets you a job? Yeah, I really. I, during right. the days, man. I'm, there I openings on Easter Island. One <laughs> <laughs> of those things crumble All or right, something? so we need to get Deuce Chill a job, Matt Albert a job, ha! Fat had a job, ha! Tommy a job, and Chunks a job. I'm a very ha! good. I'm a very good employee. 
Oh. And my resume is pretty impressive. Yeah, after you trashed your boss on a radio show. Nah, he's, he doesn't, that, he's not normal, though. All right, what would you like to do ideally? Something with phones. Ideally? I don't <laughs> know. Actually, yeah, I, 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 something with phones. Hatware. Customer time, service. Time life operator. <laughs> I, like to, I like to work at Lids in the Altamont Mall. <laughs> they won't let me work there. My head's too big. Big and tall head section. <laughs> they don't have that. Big and tall head Maybe that's someone on line one who wants to give you a job. Let me see. <laughs> Leave your mic on. Let's hear this. Hideout, would you like to give me a job? <laughs> where are you? Where, where do you work at? Burger King. All right, bye. No, you can't. Hello? No, Burger, what? If you need a job, you need a job. Those are the that's the 4.6 you know million what? jobs that uh, the, no. the Bush that, administration's created. That'd actually be a really good job for you. You wouldn't yeah. even have to uh, wear the mask. <laughs> Mascot head. Uh, the, <laughs> you just put a crown on and run down the football field. Just shine his face up. You go over to big boy. <laughs> put some wax on it. The, you already got a stupid smile. The food industry is really hard. Is Rocky Dennison making a new movie? <laughs> Eric Stoltz is too old, right? I don't even need makeup. <laughs> I actually have to tone down my features. <laughs> he doesn't even get. It. He goes, what? I don't huh? know. I don't know what you guys are talking about. He never saw the mask. <laughs> Maybe I could be like the Titanic, and I'll just lay on my back for the shooting. My head can be the glacier. <laughs> I got that one. I could be one of the st- one of the faces at Mount Rushmore. <laughs> it's the Hideout Row Radio One Hundred Four Point One. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Trying to find the support staff daytime jobs. <laughs> Is this Huey Lewis? Yeah. It's the best I could find. You know, take this job and shove it. <laughs> They're all looking for jobs. Gibbs, and there's not anything in particular you'd like? Well, porn was my top, uh... I, whatever. I know, that's not gonna... Yeah, I know. <clears throat> Give him the crickets. All right, let's ladies first in the hideout. Let's go to Michelle in Melbourne. What do you got, Michelle? Well, it, he can go work for Convergis uh, in Lake Mary Heath. They pay $10 an hour to be on the phone customer service for cable companies and Dell computers. All right, Convergis. Maybe that's a good job that you get over there, Gibbs, because you have great phone skills. <laughs> That's something you excel really? at. No, he's actually incredibly slow. And don't put us down as a reference, because we'll talk about how stupid you are on the phone. Thank you, Michelle. Appreciate the info, at least. Look into that one. Converges. Bob and Deland, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Bob? I know where Gibbs to get a job. It's actually right across from Converges. It's AAA in Lake Mary. You don't handle any billing, and it's $11 instead of 10 an hour. Ooh. $11 an hour, sweet. Now, now, what you guys are doing right now, uh, find a nice little area where you can just mass a uh, resume. Right. Basically, if somebody's broke down on the side of the road, they tell you where, you take the info, they start complaining about their bill, you say, hold on while I transfer you. All right, see, that's a good gig. Thank you, Bob. Is there, like, can... Uh, am I allowed uh, to call... Sir, you're fired. Am I allowed to call those people back and get, like, a number I can call or anything? Well, Dude, I'll put them on hold. He just told you the name of the company. It was yeah. AAA in Lake Mary. Yeah, I know. Maybe he hey, can by the way, like answer some... the phone. It's ringing. Yeah. Convergence oh, and you, AAA. Because your phone skills are so good. Hideout, what's your name? No, Hideout, what name do you want to go by? <laughs> Sorry, Hideout, what I've name tried do you it. Want it, doesn't, it doesn't sink in. All right, Burn Trail says... How about Give it a week. S- it's got a long way to go. 
sell ad space on his forehead, <laughs> according to Burn Trail. He'll never sell that much oh, ad yeah, space. Yeah. You know what I really thought about doing? The uh, Those ads that say uh, phone actors. I thought about doing that. What? Phone porn? I don't know what it is. It's phone app. porn. It is. Yeah. It's male porn. Yeah, I thought about doing it. What do you mean male porn? I'm servicing women. No. No. Well, how many women call those things? Yeah, right. You mean men are calling for other men? Of course yes. they are. You mean there are gay people out there? <laughs> really? What do they call them? Homosexual? Confirmed bachelors? <laughs> are you living in the 40s? Oh, yeah. Give me a union. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you really thought about doing phone porn? I think, I, well, I don't want to get into it because I did the, we've already done the phone sex with me once on here. But I think I'd be great at it. Spin my dreidel. I love oh, penis. <laughs> I, I'll give it to you. All right, hold on. Let's uh, let's go to Mike and Altamont. You're in the hideout. What do you got, Mike? Hey, if uh, Gibbs wants to be a trustee at our police station, man, we'll, you know, more than welcome to uh, bring him aboard. All right, what does he, what does he do as a trustee? Uh, pretty much, dude, you're going to wash all the Chiefs' cars all day. Oh, that's not a bad gig. That's not bad. How much do he make? Really nothing, dude. See, he's going to work with the other cons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so basically, you'd be a prisoner. That's what you're, you are here, so. Is he getting info back there? Someone calling back with a phone number for him? Yeah. For which one? I don't know. Triple A one. Look at that. See, he's already ruined it for himself because he's proven he can't even find the number of a huge company. You don't have to do anything, though, if you're sitting there answering phones. I answer phones for real radio. I could do it for you, AAA. Hmm. You'll love it. AAA, what name do you want to go by? <laughs> <laughs> Turn your radio down. <laughs> no, he never says that part. No. That part gets left out. What? I swear to God, I tell everybody to turn the radio down. Are you a winner? Oh. <laughs> you got a flat, sorry. Why are you on hold? <laughs> Did you win, Mike? Oh. It's when that oh, yellow... Oh, keep on holding them. It's when the yellow thing isn't on the computer. I don't think... Th what, your uh, urine? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're doing over there? No. All right, so Gibbs has found a job answering phones. <laughs> oh, God. The yeah, I hate life. Matt's, Matt's going to be working at Jenny Craig next. <laughs> Don't eat that. That's not good for you. You want to get fat, do you? <laughs> Matt, I can imagine you working like at a movie theater. You know what? Just, just throwing popcorn into buckets. I could work at a video rental place. I could probably do that. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. The funny thing is... We don't have it. It's all out. Those big candy bars look like normal in his hand. Yeah, working at the video place works so well for the other fat kid that was on the high. Yeah, the other dumpling. Well, I'm not great. gonna, I'm not gonna threaten people like he did. Oh, I, I guarantee you would. He I just, I, I he, just sigh. He threatened people. Yeah, His on, boss on their voicemail. Sid did. Yes, yeah. that's why he got. Uh, he, he was quitting, and then he called up this guy and said, "I'm gonna slit your throat if I see you." <laughs> and I'm glad your dad died. Yeah, he's, he's glad his dad, dad died and everything. What was he thinking? He wasn't. I bet he had a smile on his face the whole time. <laughs> yeah. he was it's probably the friendliest, you know, death threat ever. Hey, how how bad would it be to have... Remember back at 
It was actually one of the first times when I first saw you guys, when Ron and Fez were at uh, Dave and Buster's the first time. Mm-hmm. They had the Trim Spa, was it? Uh, yeah, the Trim Spa girls were out there. And then they had that fat guy that says, before, and he would mm-hmm. walk around with them. How, yeah. I wonder how much that guy gets paid for that. Probably like an average appearance fee. Yeah, like 125 or something like that. To be degraded for 125 dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can be the before. Dan Stone can be the after. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow you shrink a foot too. <laughs> well, yeah, I had a lot of fat in my feet. And by the way, he does. Matt has a lot of fat in his feet. I got a big heel. <laughs> got a lot of heel meat. Is that extra bone? <laughs> oh, come on. What is that? <laughs> Why be higher. racist? <laughs> Did he really just say that? It makes him jump higher? <laughs> it does. You think you could even jump two inches? <laughs> yes, I can. Let's see a jump. All right. Uh, he's going to go right Prepare the little ball for Should have worn my sports bra. <laughs> All right, let's see. I want. <laughs> can you touch the ceiling? Oh, you can touch it anyway. Wow. wow. That's not bad. God. One more time. Holy crap. <laughs> Dude, the palm tree's shaking. Don't, don't jump in the same spot, though. Jesus. He doesn't have bad ups. No. Not bad at all. You know it's your own, it, kind of like It's like the... Car- <laughs> Stop already. It reminds me like of the cartoon characters, the way they do things. You know, it's this big you know, wave of motion. Huh? Crickets. Wow. They don't even deserve it. You know right. what I'm talking about, though? All right, so Matt You're Albert. still talking? Matt Albert, what are you going to do? So maybe you want to go work at a uh, local video store? Yeah, anywhere I don't have to tuck in my shirt. That's just my only requirement. All right, his whole thing is he doesn't like the way his stomach looks. <laughs> Let me see your shirt tucked in real quick. Yeah, tuck in your shirt. I, I, all right. Come on. Hold on. I'll just lift up my, uh, my above shirt. What, your bottom shirt's tucked in? It doesn't look so bad. Can I give you a bit of advice? Lose <laughs> weight. Exactly. If you, it's not a problem with the the shirt, it's the stomach. I mean, the gut. There's a lot of gut and butt, I it, guess. You know that gut is perfectly round. I know. I cultivate it like that. <laughs> how do you do that? I don't even know how you're able to work something like that. Luckily, I don't have that weird uh, belly button line that kind of you know leaves a front butt. Yeah. Like some people like. Chunks has. It's just smooth. I'm just naturally built this way. Smooth and rotund. Yeah, I'm in so much more worse shape than you. Something <laughs> sagging. Not far like away. You. Right, are there any jobs where you could work where you don't have to tuck your shirt in other than radio? I mean, don't you pretty much have to tuck everywhere else? You know where? Here's a good one. Phone actor? No, 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 no. Seven Eleven. You just put on that big red overshirt and it just hangs there. I don't want to get shot and I don't want to work with Indian people. We are, first of all, first of all, we are in Orlando. You know how they smell? You, we are in Orlando. You're not going to have to worry about getting uh, shot at a 7 Eleven, all right? And especially the ones in this neighborhood. Still with the it's Indian mostly people. white people who. Fat white Not ladies. the one I've been to. It's usually fat white chicks at the ones that we yeah, go to. Yeah, I hear to. you, Matt. He wouldn't last, like, two days there. He'd be so annoyed by, like, the third customer. What do you want? A slurp? Jesus! <laughs> well, you don't go get him. You just ring him up. Exactly. It's the hard part. Probably uh, have to look at people. Excuse me, Matthew. Uh, can you go restock the milk section? Uh, here's another thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> All 
<laughs> excuse me, as he's doing it. Excuse me, sir. Do you have any uh, more uh, peanuts left? I don't know if they're out there. I don't know if they're out anymore, I guess. <laughs> I, as long as I don't have to drive, I don't care. All right, let me ask you. Could he even work at a place that had a quote-unquote uniform? Because then they had, they would have to order a 5X shirt. You know what they do? They tell him to go out and buy his own red shirt, and they give him pins. Yeah. A 7-Eleven pin and a, uh, a name pin. I just thought of a job that he can do where you don't have to tuck your shirt in. He can be one of those guys that stands on the street and holds the sign that says like 50% off. You know what I'm talking about? Just walking around with a sandwich board? He would sweat to death. I don't sweat as much as you might think. Wait till summer. Remember that Santa suit you were wearing? Well, that was a Santa suit in July. Yeah, and I'm saying you'd be wearing one of those goofy uniforms probably. No, Miss Melinda says that she's told Matt Albert to be a cook. Because he can be with people that are angry. And as antisocial as he is, plus he'll get free food. Really can you like cook, it. though? I'm so lazy. So I've gone days where I just don't eat because I don't feel like cooking. Yeah. Out of way to sell yourself. That's why I don't That's why I don't make that uh, spaghetti. <laughs> Chef Hardy <laughs> spaghetti because it's like, oh, i got to open a damn can. i got to, you know, clean a dish. How, oh. how did you become this lazy? I have no idea. I have no idea. What are From you? All just, the years of hard work. Are you? Are you just? Are you tired all the time? No, I'm not tired. I'm just like that's work. What would you rather be doing? Laying there? Seriously, I pace a lot. I just I just walk around and pace a lot. It's just like I could get something neat, but I'd have to get out the window. Yeah, when I do it on a t- for as much walking as you say you do. You know what I can't wait for? This conversation is all fun and happy now, but six months from now, when we're uh, trying to get him a job and your tone's going to be a lot different. No, 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 no. Not no, 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 six months. Uh, Six days. Yeah. This is real. Have you even started looking, Matt? Yes. No, since you got here, not online. Uh, yes. Have you gone out anywhere to get, find a place? Have you grabbed I've any apps? Doing... What? Any applications? Have you grabbed any? Uh, No. <laughs> What's your previous job experience? Uh... <laughs> None. I went to a job interview once, but then I ran out because the lady was intimidating. <laughs> oh yeah, that was. <laughs> what what was that? that? Are you kidding? No, I worked at a. I worked at a. No, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> work anywhere. <laughs> I went to a, uh interview. Where? And uh, up in Frederick. Like what kind of place? It was a place called Boscos. It's like a Walmart. Okay. And it was just moving there, and they're you know staffing the whole place, and. Uh, there was just one little interviewer that was a little short black lady that reminded me of my fifth grade uh, teacher, and I hated that fifth grade teacher, and she intimidated me, and I I was like two feet taller than her, and outweighed her by a lot, but I just could not talk to her, and uh, she just asked me, oh, why do you want to be in retail? And I said, I, I don't want to be in retail, I want to be a stock person, and uh, that's that's when the interview went bad. <laughs> no. Do you think you would like to work as a stalker, maybe at like a uh, like a Publix or something? <laughs> a stalker? Yeah, we're stalking the uh, the merchandise. Uh, do I have to wear an apron? Yes. <laughs> yes, you're gonna have to. Wear- you're gonna have to wear something. Matt, uh, get your apron on and refill the uh, <laughs> the Twix cookie aisle. Uh, <sighs> oh boy, they're all full earlier. Skank. <laughs> I'm seeing bye bye Twix Ronnie in Melbourne, you're in a hideout. What do you got, Ronnie? Yo, I got an idea for Mr. Albert. Uh huh. 
He's got a pretty smooth voice, so maybe he could be like a strip club DJ. All right, how about a strip club DJ? Welcome Brandy to the main stage. How about that? In the back, we've got Stallion. Girls, 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 that's what we got for you tonight. Come on, put your face in the happy place. Don't be shy, guys. There's a Honda Civic in the parking lot with its lights on. Please. Lick him and stick him. All right, Todd and Orlando, you're in the high Take him and break him. Just rhyming. What you got? Eat him and beat him. <laughs> Treat him rough, get your muff. <laughs> you no muff too tough. Oh, what do you got? What do you got, Todd? Hey, why don't you? Uh, if, if he's so big, I've never seen him. But if he's so big, why don't you get a bouncer job? Nobody even mess with him if, if he's that big. All right, that's a pretty good idea, Todd. How about a? Now you got to be here at night during the show, but maybe on Saturday and Sunday nights you're out bouncing. Cause, I, here's the, do you have to be able to fight, or you just show up and be like, hey, I want to be a bouncer? I've been in fights. No, you haven't. I've won my fights. Yeah. I've been in four no. or five fights. You I've versus fried chicken? Oh, Why be racist? It could have been any food. Why? You could be racist. <laughs> it could have been any food. Why should you say it? I don't think that way. Only you guys think What's that way. What's the watermelon? Wow. Only, only you guys think that, that way. That was incredible. Why didn't you, you say him versus a hamburger? Yeah. Why, that's him just, versus or my, grape soda. Or my cholesterol count or something like that. That is just so over-the-top racist. Only a racist would think it's racist. Oh. Yeah. All right. What does that mean? I don't think that way. Now, go in the, the corner and twirl your yarmulke. All right. And now, if the bouncer thing doesn't work out, people can use you as a moonwalk. Still bouncing. Everything's... Uh, <laughs> He's working out for you. Fat Albert impersonator. <laughs> That's not bad either. We were going to send you out for the movie to try yeah, out for to it. audition. That yeah. damn Keenan Thompson got it. He didn't even go to it. Well, I couldn't get to it. I didn't have a license. <laughs> and I probably wouldn't have driven to it anyway because it's <laughs> in Washington. All right, I say we get you a job as a bouncer on Saturday and Sunday nights. And I don't know if they need bouncers during the day anywhere. There are those... Uh, those the strip clubs, right? Strip clubs and the uh, the uh, places that just do regular security. I mean, I can look angry. I mean, you've seen that. Yeah, he does that. We're walking around City Walk. I'm like, what's wrong with you, dude? We're all having a great time. Nothing. This is swell. I hate so walking. People don't talk to me. <laughs> mad you made me walk. My ankles are mad at me. <laughs> Give if, me one of those strollers. If you truly are as lazy as you act, you'll have to get in a fight every night. Or at least throw someone out every night. I don't think you'll mind that, though, mm-hmm. to be honest. You'd probably enjoy throwing somebody out, wouldn't you? In that you? atmosphere, you'd like it. Yeah. I don't mind hitting someone. I'll be honest. Excuse me, sir. You're going to have to leave. No. Okay, I'll try it. <laughs> I can't why, leave. Why don't you go kick him out? I don't want to kick him out. Right, why is that my job? Should we get in Should we get in touch with some of our uh, strip club buddies? Because um, I know we, know we know a few of them from just the stuff that they've come up and done with us here on the show. And, dude, that could be great for your sex life. Seriously, I'm sure because we know. Like, don't do you have uh, Gromit's number? Yeah. Or even like the buddies that we had from the, some of the other places yeah. and asked if they need some daytime help. I wouldn't do that because that's. I mean, we're getting him a job and he's endangering other people's lives. I could see full blown fights happening right in front of him and he'd just be sitting back laughing, I making racist jokes. I don't think so. I think he'd actually. Look at Mexican short arms. Look at him. I don't. Ours is always Puerto Rican. <laughs> I think he dumb Irish. I think he'd do okay. They got the thick heads, holy with the head butt. <laughs> I think it could work. I want you to get a hold of Grom and see if we can set up an interview for Matt. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Not a bad athlete. I've taken him out. We've like to baseball and stuff like that. I mean, he's not baseball. 
He's not an awful athlete. I've seen him. Look, you just saw him jump. He almost got a full foot foot off the air. With that off frame, that's hard. All right, Ben in Melbourne, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Ben? Howdy. What's up, dude? I need to be talked down. From? I'm on my way to handling something. What? What do you mean? Uh, Ex-wife with somebody else with my daughter there in the house. I'm a uh, I'm a uh, uh, mixed martial arts fighter. All right, dude. I'm pissed off, and I've had a few beers. And uh, here's the thing. Don't do it. Here's the thing. And this is just the. I'm 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 30 seconds from the house. All right, right here's now. The Pull away. Go to 7-Eleven. Deep breaths. Grab some water. Hang out for a second, and think about if this is real. If this is real, think about like, okay, you're pissed off now. And but what are you gonna do? I mean, would you really? I want to break the the top uh, two shoulder blades. Don't okay. don't think about the elbows sanctions. and the wrists. All right, here's and, a... and then once I do that, then I'm gonna talk to him. All right, don't do, you don't really want to do that in front of your kid, do you? She's asleep. All right, but you she... don't think she'll wake up after you're breaking clavicles? Out front, no. Seriously, Ben. Is, start this out. Now, you're not going to find out who wins the rubber match between Randy Couture and Chuck Liddell in prison. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting for that. Yeah, well, look I'm forward a to that. Fan. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's not worth it, man. Yeah, imagine this, okay? It took you a few drinks to get into the mood for this. Meaning... No, in a, in it, a, it, took me, it took me three years of eating crap to get in the mood for this, okay? I'm just telling... Dude, here's... Don't do it. I, it doesn't... It's not going to be worth it in the long run. Right you, now, you, you've, you called us to talk you down. I should tell you something. Yeah, right now, you've had some drinks. You know, you're angry. But go home and sleep it off and wait till the next morning. Otherwise, if you if you go and you assault somebody, I mean, we're talking major years in jail, dude. Then you're not even able to see your kid anymore. Lugalaw.com. No, yeah, no matter what your chick's getting into... It's not it's not worth it. Just beating up some dude and then maybe not being able to see your kid or your kid having to look at you through a glass window for the next ten years. It's not worth it just for twenty seconds of uh you know feeling revenge. better and and revenge, dude. You just, There's other ways of getting back. You got you got to look at the bigger picture and it's your ex wife. I mean I understand maybe there's still some feelings, but you gotta just think of the bigger picture, man. Right now you're angry and you wanna hurt somebody. Maybe if you want to do something, punch a punch come a up wall. Here, come up here, you can punch chunks in the stomach. No, I hate kill them. Uh, but I'm That's ser- fine. <laughs> I'm serious, though, man. I, and Unfortunately, we're at the end of the show, but if I were you, do everything you can. Go somewhere else. Go to the batting cages, the driving range. Do anything else to get your mind off of this. Don't make the sport look bad. That's all I'm saying. That's all that's going to be in the newspaper. Yeah, mixed martial arts, uh, mixed martial arts. Go kick the tie pads. I'm going to try, dude. I'm I'm in front of the house right now. I'm going to try. All right, thank you. Oh, boy. And you called the radio show now, so if you do do it, they're going to know who it is. It's been in Melbourne. I catch it, Baron. You don't want to miss the Roy Smith Hughes fight. I mean... Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Or the Seth Rogen fight. Isn't it Hoist? Same thing. Whatever. I hope I hope that wasn't real. What do you think he's going to do? Hopefully nothing. Hopefully he'll get back in his car and go home. Otherwise... But if it does happen, just 
when the news cameras show up, yell the hideout a few times and be somebody. Be somebody. But don't be somebody when. No, be somebody later, not now. Yeah, yeah. not now. Don't be somebody now. I, now you need to go sleep it off. Yeah, salt is truly one of the dumbest things. And it, and here's the other thing you got to be worried about too. If you really are a mixed martial artist, and Tom, you may be able to know this. Then your hands aren't they actually considered lethal weapons, like actual weapons at that point? They, I, I think uh, once you're trained, you become a little bit like uh, the judge is not going to look at you the same as if you are a normal person, not trained. And Tommy's right. That could uh, that could look, make the sport look bad. All right. I hope it works out, dude. And by works out, I mean you go home and you think better and don't do it. Go home and work out. Upstage her by getting a hotter chick. Yeah, that's always a way to get back. Don't do it with your kid there. Oh, all right, yeah. guys. Uh, what a way to end the show. Um, we'll uh, talk to you guys tomorrow. Wake up with our buddies, the Monsters of the Morning, Shannon Burke, Middays, Phillips, Fall in the Afternoon. Hideout, back at 7. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody and always talk good. Question authority and stay classy, Central Florida. And uh, thank you uh, to uh, Scott Maxwell of the Orlando Sentinel for the write-up. Uh, we out, bitch. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five five thousand. Fathead, go big, real big. Shut up! Will you shut up? I'm a transsexual. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick it to the floor. Step on the floor. Step on the floor. Kick it to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I, 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 I